Rock 106.9. And welcome to the Sansbury Show on Rock 106.9. It's also online at WRQK.com. If you missed anything last week, that's where you can podcast that. Right around the corner is your first opportunity to score yourself $1,000 with Rock 106.9's Workday Double Pay. I wrote it down this week, Fantone. I wrote it down. Right. I like it. I wrote it down. I, I remember like I remember the name of the contest. Smart. Smart. I, I remember the name. I believe remembering the name of it might help us promote it. I would think so. That's Saying how it a couple times is important. <laughs> Let them know what's happening. That's how I'm, that's, yeah, that's how I'm going to uh, you know push this rock uphill is by remembering the name. Joined every day by Matthew Fantone. Buddy. Uh, you were fresh off the Cavaliers' victory. You went to the Cavs game the other day. Indeed, night. I did. Indeed, I did. It was a great weekend. Um, uh, you know, Friday was actually, I guess, kind of the uh, the kickoff of the weekend, which was a, well, I guess, what do I want to say? Not a great weekend, a long weekend. A lot of things happened. Friday went to a funeral, kind of unfortunate yeah. there. Uh, Sunday, obviously Easter, but the highlight of it all was that Cavaliers game, dude. Couldn't believe tickets available for as low as twenty five bucks. Seriously, dude. game one of the playoffs, dude. We had great seats, like great seats for Loudville, like. We we didn't we didn't go nuts with it, but we do we bought tickets for like like 35, 40 bucks. A piece? A piece, yeah. 35, 45, but like so under a hundred to get in. Um walked out with a t-shirt, saw a great game, all these different, you know, and I'm obviously Cavs games are awesome. But dude, it, it was kind of like, what do I want to say? That's a head scratcher. Right. When I went to a Cavs game on Thanksgiving. You can't get regular season games. Exactly. For that. When I went to a Cavs game on Thanksgiving, it was about comparable seats, about in the same area, same section, and everything. They were 65. First round of the playoffs, 30 bucks, dude. And that just goes to show you what's uh, happening. Man. Well, and it's not that the tickets weren't sold out. Like the game was sold out. It was just people were selling them on StubHub. People were selling them yeah. on, on on flash sheets or whatever like that. And uh, it just goes to show you, dude, that people are just like, oh, whatever. It's not that important. Oh, whatever. Like, and I guess you know, the, obviously, some people are out on the Cavaliers. It seems. I thought maybe the charge had hooked you up. No, when I saw when no. I saw you had tickets, I was like, hey, well, you know, he works for the charge. That's a Cavs organization. There, maybe you know, maybe they're like, you know, the tall guys go down the mic. Let's give them some tickets. Tickets were as low as twenty bucks, man, which is insane. Insane. Huh. Yeah, I would have paid that. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, for game if, one of the playoffs, because you know LeBron's going to go into playoff mode, you're at least going to see that. If the opportunity presents itself again, I will be there. So you know, I saw this all day yesterday um, about your Cavaliers. I couldn't wait to talk to you about it, sure. just because you know everybody's saying now defense wins championships, sure. and they look a little sloppy on the defensive sure. side of the ball. You know, only winning by one there with Indiana. Um, you know, are, are you know? I know you. Anytime they roll the balls out, they have a chance. Are you more concerned, less concerned after being there watching it live? Uh, watching it live, a couple observations to make. Um, the offense is firing very well. I felt like everything was kind of clicking there. As far as the defense went, they were doing well up until the fourth quarter. Like everything was kind of as it was supposed to be going into that and in, into that fourth quarter. I think they were up by eight. I felt pretty good. I'm like, all right, man, they're playing well. Things are all right, you know. And 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 you know, LeBron's getting a lot of minutes, but whatever. He's in playoff mode he'll be fine yeah and then fourth quarter came around dude and 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 indiana was just kind of going at the basket at will and i i mean i wish i could tell you what the answer to that was or what the solution to that is but in the playoffs wins wins win and you really can't put too much on like oh dude well it was was problematic in the fourth quarter because dude honestly if they would have hit 60 percent of their free throws they would have won by five points they dude they were just just at the line look every single cavalier looking like tristan thompson when kyrie irving's missing about that when kyrie irving's missing multiple shots at the free throw line when lebron's missing shots when 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 dudes who are just like just tried and true mark price style go to the stripe make their make their buckets it it was a head scratcher dude it was just like is it contagious how is this happening that the team is that's weird 
missed 14 free throws. So, uh, uh, yeah, that's tough. And, and, and dude, one of, the I most, didn't know that. one of the most frustrating things about that is, you know, I'm driving home, listening to Sports Talk Radio, listening to the ticket, the big tickets, and guys are calling in, free throws are called free for a reason. And I'm like, shut up, this isn't high school basketball, I just want to strangle you so bad. But, no, I mean, that's a mental moment. Eh, dude, it, 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 it's it's one of those things. Of course, there's going to be, you know, guys who miss shots. and, and But when a team as a whole misses 14 free throws. That's it's a like, lot. It's not like they don't practice. You know what I'm saying? It's not like they don't. Like when Tristan Thompson misses stuff, I'm like, all right, whatever. That's, that's such his life. Yeah, dude, your big's always a struggle. But but Kyrie Irving, LeBron James. So uh, even if that one detail would have changed itself on, on Saturday afternoon, the entire dynamic of that game would have been completely different. Who is a better f- free throw shooter? Is it LeBron or Kyrie? Oh, uh, Le- uh, Kyrie. 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 Yeah, yeah I would imagine that's kind of what you want, right? I, I think Kyrie, I, I could be wrong. At one point, I know he was Cavaliers' all time leading percentage free really? throw shooter, beating Mark Price. Yeah. Wow. So, that's impressive. Yeah. So, I mean, it, you know, it's not that that team's incapable of doing it, but um, they play tonight, I think, seven o'clock tip off. Yeah. So, uh, pretty exciting stuff right there. Yeah, I'm excited. I do want to watch this game. Yeah. I, uh, you know, a buddy of mine who I used to work with was on Facebook last night saying, you know, during the Chicago-Boston game, it says, man, I kind of think Cleveland was gearing this whole thing up so they didn't have to face Chicago in the first round. Right, right. I mean, you know, obviously the number one seed, you want it, but when Boston goes and loses home court advantage first game out, now, eh, I don't want to... That team, that poor thing, right, because Isaiah Thomas' sister died in that car accident. But he went off, though. He he scored like 30-some points. I was telling somebody yesterday before that game tipped off, I said, one of two things will happen. He'll either cow into the moment, and I don't mean to say it that way because that sounds bed, right. that sounds negative. But or he will put it on his back, and he will then go off. We've seen athletes do one of two things there. I was kind right. of interested to see, but yeah, I, I guess he did have a decent game, but they still lost the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, it uh, it, it looks. I feel like the Cavaliers. They they still look like they're going to walk out of the East. I don't feel like any more concerned because they lost by one. I know there was people who was like, "Well, that proves that they're done. It's over." And honestly, the thing is with this in the Indiana series is that honestly, if 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 Indiana was going to win an upset game, that was the game. That was the one that they were going to be able to pull off. I feel like if anything, they're probably demoralized. They're probably like, "Damn, dude, we can't beat them. We can't beat them. We had every opportunity to beat them, and we can't." You might be in their head now. Yeah, maybe you are, or maybe they're like, "We we got so close. If we catch them slipping a little, yeah, I'd be interested to see what happens there." We are passing out one thousand dollars. We'll do that here shortly. Also, nine thirty, you get Warp Tour tickets. But let's give you a thousand dollars right now. The Stansberry Show on Rock one hundred six nine. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show on Rock one hundred six nine. 710, win yourself $1,000 with Rock 1069's Workday Double Pay. We do it every hour, every weekday. From 6 o'clock in the morning till 9 o'clock at night, we give you a keyword, you text it in, you win money. Somebody was like, yo, you guys always talk about not texting and driving. Why do you do text contests on the radio? Yeah, well, we give you an hour to text it yeah, in. Yeah, so you've you you, got plenty of time to get to a stoplight, parking spot, whatever. Right. Yeah, don't text and drive. Don't text and drive. You got an hour to do it. Yeah, up until the top of the hour. You get the text word at 610, you have until 7 to send that in. No excuses. None. So 710 will give you another opportunity at that. Also, 930 Warp Tour tickets up for grabs. Uh, that comes into town July 18th out at Blossom. We'll get you into that. And 830, we'll talk to Scott from winningfornextyear.com. I'm going to have to check out that Warp Tour schedule, see who's on that, see if there's any bands that I like. I feel like Warp Tour is one of those things I'm always like, oh, I should go to that. And then you go to it and you're like, damn, I'm old. 
Damn, yeah, that is honestly Warp Tour is a smacked in the face with how you're aging. Yeah, you're just yeah, standing there drinking a beer, and nobody else is drinking a beer because they're all underage. That happened to me once, actually. I was Damn. broadcasting live from uh, from Warp Tour, and this is still when they did it underneath the bridge over there. Sure. And uh, so we had broadcasted live, and then like, as soon as I got done, I was like, yeah, you know what? We're here. It's Friday or whatever. Yeah. Let's get a beer. Drink. So I got a beer, and I was walking around, and I was like, I cannot look at a single girl in this crowd no. confidently. No. Not a single one. No. That's a bad place to be. That is a bad place to be. But 930, we'll get you a couple of tickets. You can give them to your kids or whatever. Yeah. Or you can go. Who knows how that'll end up. One of the things I want to talk to Scott about is... Uh, and we'll do this at 830. I'll talk to Scott about it. Is uh, you know, people are blasting the Golden State Warriors. They put their t-shirts out. You know, every you know, team does that. When you go to the home game, they give you a shirt now that sits over your seat. So it's like, you know, everybody looks the same for yeah. the TV. Which Whatever. is pretty cool, honestly. Like, I you know, I can understand why some people are like, I don't want to wear this stupid shirt. But like once you're there and it like Yeah, it's communal. It, it looks sweet, dude. The Cavs, the Cavs had the white out and it looked really cool when you were there. But the Golden State Warriors have a shirt that says "Defend Our Ground," mm-hmm. and ours is "Defend the Land." Right, right. And so, like, people are like blasting the Warriors for like kind of copying us. And I was like, "Yeah, well, you know, whatever." I was like, "There's only so many slogans that fit on the front of a shirt that are, are easy that you can hashtag." But the problem with the Warriors thing is, is like, defend what ground? Yeah, you lost. You're not defending anything. You're not. Yeah, you 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 lost. We won that. <laughs> Like so, I so I didn't understand the message. Yeah, I mean, obviously, the concept of defending the title is really what the Cavs were going for. There it wasn't like you know, I, I don't know. It it just it, it it's dumb when you didn't win. That's a uh, that's a that's a silly thought from the Warriors. It seems very easy and very ah, we'll just copy this. I don't know if it was everyone's like oh they copied from the Cavs. I don't know if they copied from the Cavs or if it was just kind of one of those great minds think think alike. Yeah, I'm sure Boston says defend the Garden, well, you know, something right, like that. Yeah. Right, but it just it just it's just a stupid. It, uh, it's a stupid thing for a team that's not the champions to say. Um, one of the things I do want to say about that Cavs game before we get off of that, um, and I want to credit uh, Khloe Kardashian, dude. And people are like, what? What? Yeah, so obviously, I'm, 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 I'm a little perplexed. I'm sitting there with my girlfriend, and she, you know, is like, "Oh my babe, or oh my gosh, babe, Chloe's here." And I'm like, "She okay. was in Loudville, yeah." Well, like no, Tristan I, can't I, get her you, better yeah, tickets. You could, you could, you, you know, you. She saw her social media, and okay. she's like, "Oh my god, Chloe's here. Where is she?" Of course, yeah, it's a playoff game. And then she sees her, and she's like, "Oh my gosh, babe, look there she is. She's wearing this, and oh my god, look, you can see her right there." And I'm like, "Okay, cool, whatever." Like, but during halftime, like that chick sat there and took so many pictures with so many fans. Dude, I hear she's was nice. So was so like you. Yeah, could I just, hear she's nice. You could just watch people walk up and then like you know take the picture and she would smile and like lead into it and she didn't have to do that, dude. She doesn't have to be that person. I'm not gonna tell you where because this is like one of those things where Tristan likes to go because nobody knows that's where they sure. go. But my buddy's a server at a place and serves Tristan and Chloe a lot. Like he says multiple times a week sure. because Tristan kind of knows nobody knows he hangs out there and so like they, they can kind of get away from people. And he says when people recognize him, she will get up from the table while in the middle of the meal and go to their table and just get it this sounds like she's trying to be mean about it, but we'll just get it over with versus like sitting there and like waiting for right. people to like awkwardly figure out how to ask them. Right. Like she'll be proactive. And he says she's actually the nicest person in the world, 
tips really well because, again, they go there constantly. And he said she's actually a very nice person. I mean, you, you, you'll remember it was probably two, three months ago. Um, she talked about how like much she loved being in Cleveland right. and, and how like everybody hated everybody on her. Everybody hated on yeah. her, dude. Everybody wanted to, wanted, to, wanted, to, wanted to crucify that woman. And for some reason, she just continues to take pictures and smile. And last night tweeted out something really nice about the incident in Cleveland and was like, you know, God bless Cleveland. And, and it's just like, dude, I, this woman is fully, this A-lister is fully embracing this market, fully embracing. Embracing this right. this this area of the country that gets urinated on on a regular basis, and people still want to be like, "Oh, she's a Kardashian. She sucks. She sucks. She sucks." After after so God. after after now like three minutes of like praising this sure, woman, right? Sure. There is part of me that's like, I wonder what she says when Tristan gets traded. <laughs> You well, know what I mean? Yes. Like it's going to be interesting to see that. Though. Of course, of course, there's going to be that, and and and, and such is life. But you what know do we what? Get, though, what, what, what do you say about Canton when we get fired? You I know say I mean? that, like, but dude, Cleveland's not what it used to be. Like it's not. You know what I mean? Like the city's grown. Like there's a better scene there now. There's better restaurants there now than when we were growing up as a kid. Like the city's not what it once was. And so I could see her going, you know what? There's enough here. There's, there's enough stuff. And, you know, I date an NBA guy. So right. we have a Ferrari. Things are good. Like, right. We know? can go anywhere we want right. in the world. It's no longer like, oh, well, you know, they don't have this here. It's okay. You can get on a plane and go wherever the hell you want to. Dude. Being a professional athlete gives you access to a lot of things. Sure. Now, there's another athlete that's in the news right now. And for all the wrong reasons. And sure. I feel terribly for this guy. And... Um, I first learned of this guy years and years ago from that HBO show Hard Knocks. Yeah. They had featured the Baltimore Ravens once upon a time. And the one season of that, when they were filming with the Ravens, they had a rookie tight end come in, and his name was Todd Heap. Sure. And Todd Heap ended up being a very good NFL player. I believe won a Super Bowl with um, with Baltimore. But apparently... Todd Heap, 37, was in the driveway of his home in Mesa, Arizona. Retired now, correct? I believe he is, okay. yeah. And he had last been playing with the Cardinals, from what I understand. Okay. And so, you know, he's living in Arizona. And he was pulling the truck forward, it says here. And he struck his own three-year-old daughter with the car, killing her. Jesus. A Mesa police spokesperson told Fox News Ugh. on Saturday that he did not have the name of the little girl. Stephen Berry said the incident was an accident. She was the youngest of five children he has with his wife Ashley, and and again, you got to know her through Hard Knocks too. And they just seem like a good couple and a good family. At least years ago, they did. How terrible! Officers went to the Heap home around three forty-five for a report of a car pedestrian accident. The home is located in a gated community. Obviously, uh, the girl was taken to a local hospital where she died, according uh, to the news station. There, police told the station. That he showed no signs of impairment, meaning no drugs, no right. alcohol, no thing. Um, is if there's a silver lining for a dad that did this to his yeah, child, I'm yeah, sure yeah. there's not. But at least you know that wasn't the thing. He played tight end uh, in the NFL for the Baltimore Ravens, Cardinals. His career lasted 2001 to 2012. Oh God, he's been out of the league longer than I thought. I didn't know that. Before the NFL, he played at Arizona State. He was an all, all, all Pac-10 uh, selection a couple of times there. You said 2012 longer than you thought. And I'm like, oh, it wasn't that long ago. And I'm like, yeah, That's it was five, five years. years ago, idiot. Jesus. That's an entire NFL career Jeez. five years for some guys. Yeah. He was born in Mesa, played high school football there, uh, college football. That's, okay. you know, again, why they're in Arizona. Okay. Probably one of the reasons why he went to the Cardinals. I couldn't imagine that. I could not imagine that. 
again, I've uh, I've kind of loosely told this story a couple of times. My brother and his wife lost a child, and again, it was like medical, right? You know, and right. um, and we were kind of braced for it. Like they told us when we came home from the clinic, like, look, this is going to be a thing. Sure, it's this is just going to happen in your home. And so I had saw like two people get torn apart by that, and it took like therapy and a lot of other things for my brother and his wife to like not play the blame game and not like that kind of thing. And now imagine one of you hits your kid with the right. car. That, that's a medical loss. Right. That's a that's a something like well, you know, God works in mysterious ways, and we had no control over this, and there was literally nothing you as a family were able to do about that. Yeah. But this is you behind the wheel, like. I, I can only it's imagine. It's going to be hard for the wife not to, in her back of her mind, blame Todd for what happened. Todd Heap, if you're just joining us, uh, ran over his three-year-old daughter in the driveway. It's going to be hard for Todd Heap not to blame Todd Heap right. on that. I mean, dude, you can only imagine. And that's imagine. what I'm saying. Like, the, the, what a marriage counselor would say is, is like, he's going to put this on himself enough. You have to be strong for him and kind of like remind him that... You know, accidents and like, and that's I, honestly that's asking a lot out of out of the human being, out of anyone, out of anyone. There's 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 limits of what you know humans are able to do, and obviously people can get over stuff like this. But I, I, I certainly can see how this is going to forever alter that relationship, forever alter who they are as humans. I mean, just like not to be morbid about it, but like the sound, like the imagery, oh. like he's never going to get that out of his head. He's no. never going to get that feeling, that split second of. Of, of when he first jumps out of that car door and his daughter's right there. Like, he's never getting rid of that. Well, and they had five kids. Imagine having to sit the other Ugh. four down and explain to them what happened. No, thank you. No, thank you. I'm telling you, words are just going to fly between those two in that marriage that are just going to be honestly alarming. Like, now I'm alive, so I didn't die. But when I was a kid, when I guess when I was teething, my dad was like holding me. And my mom was like rubbing that stuff or whatever you rub on the sure. gums of kids. I well, forget what it's called. Cocaine? No. <laughs> or a gel. No, I Aura think gel. I had better parents than that. Yeah, or a gel. And apparently, like as soon as like my mom started to rub my gums with it, like I stopped crying, and my I like my head kind of fell down into the left like that, and I just kind of like stopped. And my dad, without thinking of it, they argued about this until my dad died. I guess my dad had looked right at my mom, just terrified. Was like, if you just killed my son, I'll never forgive you. Amazing. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Every time I heard that story, I was like, Dad, you can't say that. He's like, Daniel, it was one of those things. It was a real-life moment where I didn't know any better, and I was just like, my fear had overtaken me. Now, obviously, you know, families have dealt with these kind of accidents oh, yeah. before. and and, and, and And, you know, I mean, wasn't it... Or was it Nikki Six's kid that died in a pool accident? Somebody had died in the pool of um, Tommy's house. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah. it, was, it wasn't it wasn't their child. Um, but re- I mean, regardless, no, a kid you, fell in his pool and died. Once once you start getting into these like just unbelievably child accidental death, right? Uh, these 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 traumatic situations. I mean, God, I hope that Todd Heap is able to not carry this with him forever i hope he's able to understand that sometimes accidents happen but like i guess i I guess all you can say is dude like keep an eye on your kids and it's it's easy to say that right now and when you know next weekend comes around and you've got your arm full of groceries and you have three kids running around and they're running around the car it's easy for me to say well keep an eye on your kids but dude keep an eye on your kids man i don't want this to happen to anyone else i again i'm i don't want to like you know throw things around this guy's shoulders but like when I heard the story, and I just heard it third hand before I had read about it, and I was like, well, you know, he's probably backing out of the driveway. Yeah. Forward seems different to me. 
just because yeah. I mean, you're looking in that direction. There's, a, you know what I mean. There's a lot. I, I, it just seems like. Yeah. It's, but I mean, she was little. She's three years three old. Three years old, right? It's a truck. You don't know how big that truck that is. SUV. I'm, I'm probably going to assume Todd Heap has a big ass truck. Yeah. You know what I mean? I would assume it's an SUV type. The, thing. the bumper price stands higher than her head. It's brutal, man. It sucks. That family is. I'm telling you right now. I've Terrible. seen it. They're just being torn Terrible. apart right now. A 67-year-old man in Texas has died of natural causes, but the story still needs explaining. We'll give you that next on Rock 106.9. Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show, Rock 106.9. 710, you'll get hooked up with $1,000 for Rock 106.9's Workday Double Pay. If you don't know, this is how it works. Every weekday from 6 o'clock in the morning till 9 o'clock at night, every hour, you get a keyword, you text it in, you can win yourself $8,000. It's nice, pretty awesome. Dude. Yeah, it's, it's nice. good stuff. Good stuff. Also, 9.30 this morning, we'll get you hooked up with Warp Tour tickets. That show coming July 18th at Blossom. And at 8.30, we'll talk to Scott from winningfornextyear.com. Find out uh, his take on the Cavaliers win, what's going on with the Tribe, and draft right around the corner. Maybe even get some Browns news in there. Maybe even get some Browns stuff in there. There you go. Maybe. You know, yesterday being Easter, I got a... Uh, I got a very nice text from the family uh, yesterday. Talked to my mom for a little bit yesterday. Nice. Yeah, things nice. are good there. Uh, we're, we're doing really well, and we were doing great. And she asked me what I was doing, and I said, well, you know, I'm having dinner with some friends. I said, before, I'm going to play a little bit of golf. Okay. And hang out or whatever. You know, and she hit me with the, you know, you live a very good life. And I said, yeah, I do. Absolutely, I do. I'm very thankful. I love my job. I love where I live. I, I got a lot of positive things going on, Mom. She's like, yeah, you live a really good life. And she's like, I hope at some point, she's like, when you pull out your sandwich, that you stop on the golf course today and you thank Jesus for his sacrifice. There you go. For what you had done. There you go. And I was like, mom, we were having such a great conversation. And you had to go, but I could, I was like, you know what? I was like, dude, she's a minister's wife. It's just the way it is. Right. She's also your mother. It's Easter. Don't turn this into an argument. Like, don't turn this into an argument. Just accept that that's what she wants you to do. Just kind of nod through it. Sure, yes, okay. (laughs) Get through the conversation. Um. Well, obviously, you know, being a pastor's wife and, 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 and and a true Christian woman, there, yeah, I'm sure, she was. I'm, I'm sure the the concepts and, and the in the in the you know the belief in Jesus and the resurrection was very big on your mother's mind yesterday. Yeah. Um. So I was kind of uh, you know doing the Easter thing yesterday and walking out of Walmart with my girlfriend. We were going up to my grandparents' house. I had to stop and grab something for one of my nephews because it was just his birthday and I wanted to get him something. I was like, dude, here you go. Outside of Easter, right? Right, right, okay. right, right, right. So we, we stop at Walmart and I'm walking out of Walmart with my girlfriend and I look at her and I'm like, babe, really, when you get down to it, Easter the most important day for Christians, right? Because, like, you can say Christmas, but everybody was born, not everybody was resurrected, right? Yeah, it's a big one. Right? I mean, like, everybody was born, so Christmas, okay, happy birthday, Jesus, really proud of you, dude, you're a little baby, awesome, but the resurrection's the true miracle, right? <laughs> Man, that was some really good blasphemy right so, there. Right, uh, I mean, <laughs> correct? Yeah, I never really looked at it that way, but yeah, I would imagine. Everyone dies, so Good Friday, yes, important Jesus died in a terrible fashion, was absolutely tortured. It was all awful. It was it was terrible, but the resurrection is really you what we should focus Facebook on. You know the Romans Facebook Live that. Oh, <laughs> did, 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 good Lord, back that one up, dude. God, now we're <laughs> blasphemous and talking about local stories. But so, so 
So with the resurrection, Easter Sunday being the big deal, I cannot believe that nobody flips their lid about Easter, dude. Everyone wants to freak out. Oh, people people at Walmart have to work on Thanksgiving. That's not fair. That's not fair. It's not fair. They have to work on Thanksgiving. Dude, this is Easter we're talking about. A guy got up from being dead. Is that the argument? I... Maybe I'm maybe I didn't know that. I didn't realize that the argument of people working on Thanksgiving was about the the religious end of it. Well, whatever aspect it is, if you're upset about them working on Thanksgiving, if you're upset about things being open uh, on Thanksgiving, they should spend time with their families. People should be able to spend time with their families. It's Thanksgiving. It's maybe so special. It's so special. It's, it's it's the most special. Well, but but then what are we freaking out about on Thanksgiving? If you're losing your mind on, on people having to work Thanksgiving, but you're not losing it on Easter, uh, what is wrong with you? And why is it that Christmas, if Christmas fell on a Sunday, we'd get Monday off? No question about it. No question about it. That's how it happened this year. It was on a Sunday. We got the Monday off. And an, an, an observation of Christmas. Why don't we get today off? If dude, if Jesus got up from being dead, why don't we have the day off? Why can't banks take the day off? Why can't radio stations take the day off? Wow. Um. Huh. All right. Now here's the thing. I will take the day off. I mean, I <laughs> where's, kinda, where's where's all this? Like, oh, to be dude, honest, kind of sounds like we're taking it off right now. Jesus is the reason for the season. It's Christmas time. You have to remember Jesus. And dude, yesterday it's nothing but Easter bunnies and and and, and cake and candy and 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 and, and, and dude, nobody cares about it. it. It boggles my mind that this is is the thing that if you genuinely believe that the guy got up from the dead, if that's what you do, you believe. And according to Facebook statuses yesterday, oh, he is how risen. annoying. He is risen. How everybody, annoying. everybody believes that apparently, and, and nobody, I even, nobody makes a big deal. And about I said it. this yesterday on Twitter. I said I wish people had Jesus in their lives the way they have him on their statuses right now. And people hit me up all day, and they were like, "You're not even religious." And I said, "I know," but the problem is, is that neither are a lot of you, and you don't get to be religious twice a year because that I think is more. I now I don't know. I've never met the man. But I would imagine that's more offensive to Jesus than what I do, which is like, you know what? I'm in the middle. I don't really know what to believe. I, you know, I used to be totally anti all that stuff's crazy or whatever, but now I'm more like, I don't know what happened. I'm inclined to, to think that a lot of that, the stories in the Bible, I think are a little nuts or whatever, a little far reaching of this net, but I don't know. I wasn't there, but I would think he would be more offended by a guy that says, uh, by people who pretend to be pious who aren't. Yes, I, w- I would assume there would probably be some offense there, but I mean, this is the same concept or this is the same, you know, belief system that allows you to repent for your sins the now, moment before you die and it's all washed away. Now, the tomb was the original safe space and the boy didn't want to stay guess, in there. I guess not. <laughs> he didn't want to stay not. in there. I guess not. But yeah. if you can have your sins, if you can have your sins washed away because you all of a sudden believe in Jesus on your deathbed, well, then what is the incentive there? Then why not just go to church twice a year? Why would I go every day? Because when I'm about to die, I could just be like, oh, no. You know, Jesus is my savior. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I you know, people just assume that. You know what I mean? That it's like, yeah, on your deathbed, you could just be like, you know what, man, sorry yeah, about dude, all that. And he let you in. I believe you did. The problem is we don't have a report from the other side. Nobody's like, hey, and live from heaven now. Like, that's never that doesn't happen. Listen, so we don't know that that's true. I, I I have dude, dude, be as religious as you want to be. It makes no difference in my day. But when people when people just oh, oh my god, they're working on Thanksgiving. Why don't you care if they're working on Easter? Why? That's what, true. What goddamn difference does that make? Oh, dude, so, on Easter, come on. Back that one up. Damn it, all right. All right. All right. Back yeah. it up. All right. All right. Man. Got that one off my I chest. can feel the angry fingers hitting the Twitter <laughs> keyboards right now. I can hear it. You know what? You do bring up an excellent point because I never hear anybody make that argument. Never. 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 It's just like, oh, Easter Bunny is an, oh, I have, or golf courses open, stores now, open, restaurants open. Every restaurant in the world yesterday was packed to the gills. 
And then yeah. nobody cares. Nobody cares. Honestly, I went to dinner last night. Yeah. And it was probably 6.30 by the time we went to dinner. Yeah. And uh, as a matter of fact, I wanted to tell you about this. Um, because, dude, I honestly, I think I know the next place you should take your girlfriend to dinner. Where's that? I was at the City Square Steakhouse in Worcester. Okay. Oh, my God, was that good. City Square Steakhouse? City Square uh, Steakhouse in Worcester, okay. and it was amazing good. Okay. And from what I understand, I was told, I don't know this, but I was told yesterday at dinner that it's the same people who own the rail. Okay. Own that. All right. And if you've ever been to the rail, you know the rail's amazing. High quality stuff. Yeah, there. really good food at the rail. So th- I guess this is like their... And the rail feels upper end to me too, but this feels, it's definitely like an upper end type restaurant. Um, but it was delicious. Dude, Worcester has got more going on than you think it would. Yeah, I've, I've often said to my girlfriend, I'm like, well, maybe we should go out there. And she's, you should. Like, she's like, no, they come out here. Like, what would we go out there for? And I'm like, all right, well, you know, maybe you have a point. But now that you're telling me you have a good restaurant, maybe a little. City out. Square Steakhouse was really good. Next time, you're, yeah, right? next time uh, you're taking your girlfriend out looking right. to go someplace a little swanky, I totally suggest that. Shirt with a collar. All right. Yeah, wear a collared shirt. I had one uh, on, and I removed the hat when we walked in. I was like, all right, you know, just got done with the 18 holes. Let's take this one class off. Class it up. Doesn't feel comfortable in there. But yeah, I had the shirt tucked in, had the belt on, had the whole thing going. There it is. Stands right. Dressed like a human. <laughs> That's right. I joined the human life form. All right. A 67-year-old man has lost his life. He did so by na- uh, natural causes. But the story still takes a wild turn. We'll uh, give you that and $1,000 next on Rock 106. 106.9. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show. Rock 106.9. Coming up at uh, 710, we'll get you hooked up with $1,000 with Rock 106.9's Workday Double Pay. You get your next keyword, 710. You text it in. You win money. Now, here's the thing. We mentioned this earlier. You have an hour to text it. Yeah. You have until the top of the hour to text it. Yeah. So don't do it while you're driving. No. Saw a bunch of that this weekend. Almost got into a couple of car accidents because people weren't totally paying attention. Scary stuff. Wait till you get to stoplight, parking spot, whatever, work, whatever. Blow off work. That's when you text it. When, when you're pretending to do things for money. You're going you're gonna to spend at least a third of your work day today not doing anything. You might as well win some money for that. Minimum a third of your day. Minimum. Yeah, God, at least. So before the break, Fantone was kind of going off about, you know, everybody's like, you know, I can't believe people got to work on Thanksgiving. and But nobody's caring about when people have to work on Easter. Nobody cares. So Steven says, as a Christian listener who loves the program, I'm going to say this. Preach it, Fantone. There you go, Steve. But he did go to Sheets last night at 11 o'clock. 60 more minutes, Steve. You would have been fine. You would have been fine. You would have been fine. I forgave you, dude. I also hear that Good Friday, everything in Canada closes for Good Friday. I didn't know that. Canada's real big into that, though. Like, you know what I mean? Like, eh, everybody take more time off. And they're very European. You know what I mean? Everybody take time off. Everybody, you know. Do that kind of thing. Well, if, we'll share healthcare. That whole thing. If we're all if we're all going to get the day off for Christmas, why don't we all get the day off for Easter? I, I, like I said, dude, the bigger miracle, the bigger accomplishment is getting up from being dead. Everyone got born. Everyone's got a birthday. Everyone, everyone. Nobody else woke up from the dead. If you believe that, I don't understand how how that doesn't equate. I, I don't. I don't get it. You're making compelling points, and I wish you weren't, but I, uh, <laughs> but, but, but you are. I mean, I don't have a way to argue with you. I, you're making a lot of sense, and you're also saying that I would have a day off today, and right. it's going to be like 65 right. today. Right, to be out on the golf course right there. I, I want as many days off when it's 65 and nice out as be I can get my hands on. Swinging it. You know? We'll talk to Scott from winningfornextyear.com. We'll do that at 8.30 this morning. 
So I saw this, and it's, uh, it, it's pretty interesting because I think it was just last week on the program. I asked Fantone, I said, dude, if you could choose a way to go, how would you want to go? We both took like the sissy way out. Yeah, like, eh, in my sleep, middle of the night, just sleep, go to bed, right. and then not, you know, just never wake up. Close your eyes one day, one night, and never wake them up in the morning. That's, that's the way to go. Well, Robert Gene White, 67, from Texas, has exited this world in the best way possible. Okay. He went to the Red Parrot in El Paso. Okay. That is known as a legendary full-service gentleman's club. Jeez, I thought it was like a Mexican restaurant or something. I don't know. Full-service gentleman's club right there. I don't know what full-service would mean in the gentleman's club arena. Yeah, I mean, I I know what that means, but I don't think you're allowed to advertise. Yeah, to me, (laughs) it's in Texas, and they're a legendary full-service gentleman's club. To me, it's like she's got bottles of lotion where the six-shooters would be. You know what I mean? Full about, go a little KY there. Is this, do they mean full nude by that, or do they mean that it has a full bar in full nude? Or or, I'd like to know what the criteria to uh, to be a full-service gentleman's club is. But that's that's nude and Still booze, nude and still booze, kind of is what would make sense to me. There did not think about that, but apparently, a young woman was working her way through college or trying to be a meteorologist while dancing for this guy, right? And as she finished, he died. Jeez, sixty-seven. She killed him. Jeez. She thought he was faking it, trying to get you know out of having to pay for the dance, faking death. Faking dying? Yeah, they thought he was faking it, but then they realized, oh my God, this guy's not alive. We better do something. And then they started to perform CPR on the guy. And then a short time later, they called 911. Here's what I would suggest you do if you're listening to us right now. Call 911 first and then worry about the CPR, right? Like, let's get the professionals en route as fast as humanly possible because we all kind of pretend we know CPR, but do you really know it? Um, I mean, pe- I don't know it. People who are certified in CPR are going to be like, I, I really know yeah, it. But I don't think I Bubbles from the Red Parrot is. Yeah, I, I would agree that, that, that you know, right? that, that, that Mercedes probably is not the person I want doing chest compressions on me. Um, but I did it when I was like 17. I got it. I don't know if that still makes me certified. I don't know if there's an end date on it. But yeah, yeah probably, there's an end date on CPR training. I think I could probably still, I don't know, do some chest compressions, I think. You know, it's not like super hard. It's not like it's not like it's not like doing open no, heart he was surgery. Sixty-seven. I'm sure it wasn't super hard. <laughs> it's not like doing it's not like doing open heart surgery. But still, yes. At the end of the day, calling nine one one should be your first thing to do, even before you make any other decision. Nine one one way to go. I Absolutely. Robert Gene White, sixty-seven, died of natural causes uh, during a lap dance. I can't. I can't think of a better way. Right. I mean, it just. That's, I mean, that's that's good. That's a that's a good way to go. Yeah. I, now I'll put this on the same you know same Uh-oh. lane as sex. The dying when you have sex is that like, dude, this poor stripper. And I mean, like, I know it's a stripper, so nobody feels like, oh, this poor stripper. But dude, this poor stripper, dude. has to deal with that for the rest of her life. She works at the Red Parrot in El Paso, Texas, known as a legendary full-service gentleman's club. She's been this poor stripper for a decade. Well, and I think she's i think she's had a little something added to her plate. I feel bad for this woman. Um, and I wonder... I don't. So, you know, this guy's dying or dead or just laying there and getting chest compressions. Do you think, like, the music and the DJ and the other girls are still up there? Like, coming up next on the bait stage...
because they didn't know, right? So I would assume strip club activities were still happening. This woman's doing chest compressions on this guy. On the rear runway. <laughs> Cinnamon up next. Yeah. Just strippers stepping over dead bodies right. in their heels. Just not caring. Trying to make $5 tip right there, dude. Doing anything. Full service. Full service gentlemen's club. As Stacey gets down, shaking ass table side. <laughs> dude, those guys are always the worst, dude. Um, never done it, but God, I wish I would have. Okay, so I did. You were a strip club DJ. I was a strip club DJ. <laughs> Can't wait to hear the story. So here, yeah. So you need when we went to the broadcasting school, you needed intern hours. Sure. And so I was like, all right, well, a couple of my buddies work at one of the uh, on Miles Road. They work at one of the clubs. So I was like, called my buddy. I was like, look, dude, I just need somebody to sign this form. And he was like, all right. He's like, well, come in. He's like, I'll have you do a couple. And, dude, I hated that job. Hated it. I felt like I needed a shower every time when I left there. Yes, of course you dude, needed to. You think your job's hard? Go wrangle 75 cokeheads every night. It's the worst. It is the worst. And honestly, like in between radio jobs, I, I know a couple of guys who own really good strip clubs. And they would call me and say, look, dude, I know you're out of work right now. If you want, we would love to have you. And I was like, uh. dude, I've always, I've taken other jobs. I'd rather be poor. <laughs> I did. Like, I took a job like unloading trucks in between radio jobs versus doing that. Because I just found that job to be, it's just not, I just don't enjoy it. I didn't like it. No, it's one of those jobs where you'd be like, dude, it'd be so awesome. And then living with the reality of it, it'd be awful. Yeah. Awful. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it was not for me. That was not the life for me, strip club DJ. Shake it ass table side cinnamon come down. Dude, imagine killing a guy that way. Dude, how dude, how strong is my twerk? I killed a guy with it. Good lord. That'll probably be on the sign of the red parrot. I would assume so. Legendary full service. That just sounds naughty. Just sounds bad. We're gonna get you hooked up with a thousand dollars with Rock 1069's workday double pay. That happens right now. Six nine. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show, Rock 106.9. Get your next keyword for Rock 106.9's workday double pay. Get hooked up with $1,000, 810 on the Sandsbury Show. 820, we'll talk to Scott from waitingfornextyear.com. Huge 8 a.m. hour this morning. I like it. I like it, too. like that. Before the break, we found out that Fanzone was CPR certified back when he was 17. Was wondering about whether or not that still works. Turns out, no. Cody uh, wrote in and told us that you have to get recertified every two years. Every two years? Wow. I mean, it's saving somebody's life. That's not necessarily well, the worst system. But, like, I, I, I guess really what it boils down to is, it's like, well, in the moment of somebody, like, passed out dying in front of you, you're not going to be like, ah, oh, well, you're not CPR certified no. in the past, too. I don't know. Yeah, you might want to wait for somebody. I, I'm, I, what I'm guessing is, is that if you have a job where CPR, uh, you know, training is part of it, like, you know, emergency response teams and the like, they probably have to recertify you every two years. Lifeguards, probably. I'm going to assume that somewhere in, uh, in Stark County. I don't know if it's one of the hospitals or one of the uh, the public institutions, maybe like the library or something like that. Which, by the way, shout out to the Star County Public Library, dude. Um, they have those vehicle diagnostic tests that you can hook up to your car. If it has a check engine light, you can get those. You can get a bike at the Star County Library. Dude, there's just... Uh, I love that place. I genuinely do. And they just sent me something saying, hey, your book's overdue, so sorry, guys. But somewhere in Star County... Drive by there, dude. It looks like the crowd standing outside of you. You can get anything you want there. <laughs> Someone in Star County offers those classes and uh, dude, you know what? Maybe I should. Uh, maybe I should be able to save a life if something were to happen. You I know? don't. Yeah, I don't. It's a, good, it's a good skill to have. I don't want that pressure on me at all. No, you just want to watch somebody die. You don't want to step up in the moment. I got a cell phone, dude. <laughs> World star. <laughs> no, 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 no. 
no, no, no. I meant I'd call for help. Okay. You know, dude, we shouldn't joke like that as we're about to get into a very yeah. serious subject. Yeah. And I'm sure by now you've heard the the name Steve Stevens, who went on, I want to call it a spree because he claims he had killed 13 people, but we only have the evidence of the one. Yeah, and it, it seems like that's all that they're coming with right now. I would think if those 13 people really would have been shot and killed yesterday, that CPD would have you know said something about it. I would that. imagine by now we right. would be able to, uh, to have found evidence of at least one more, if not a couple more. Um, he went on a little bit of a rant via uh, these live streaming platforms. This ha- happened to be Facebook, but Twitter has one, Instagram has one. They all have them now, the ability to go like live in the moment. And he kind of went out of a rant. We had to edit this, but if you haven't heard it yet, we do have it. We're going to run that for you right now. Just call, just call, just call Jason or, or Gary and look at it, man. I can't talk to you right now, man. I f- up, man. Right now he's on Facebook Live, but he's also on the phone. Yeah, with he's somebody. talking to his buddy on the phone. Yeah, I did. Just a couple of motherfuckers, man. I'm at the point where I snap. See, the thing is, man, every time I try to talk to y'all, my man, y'all always blow me off or, or, or just make my seem like it ain't I got a lot of built-in anger and frustration, man. No, hell no. I ain't going over there. Just just, just call Jason and tell him to look at that man. You, you, you go from there. But, <laughs> hey, dog, let me call you. Let me call you. Let me call you. Let me, yeah, it's my name My name is Stevie Steve on there. Just, just go any Lance, anybody, all the on there. Talking about his Facebook page, telling to add that guy like me. Yeah, my name's Stevie Steve on there. That's how. That's you, weird. That's how you find me, dog. I just want to tell you, dog. I love you. I love you, dog. And dog, listen, man. I shamed. I shamed the four sons of perseverance, man. I shamed Fourth District. I shamed Zayd Megan. and most importantly, I shamed myself. He lists yeah, he all did. those things that he's talking about shaming and the four sons of perseverance the and Zeta Mega. And I looked up all those things online and I couldn't find anything. I thought maybe it was a frat or something like that when he talked about Sounds Zeta like Mega. It. But I, dude, I looked as, as far as I could into what these things are and was not able to find. They may anything. be local groups that, that don't have an online presence for because of what they are. I don't know. I snapped. I snapped. Dog. I just snapped, dog. I just snapped. I just killed 13 motherfuckers. That's what I did. I killed 13 people. Jeez. And I'm about to keep killing until 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 they until they catch me. I posted. I said until they catch me. Dog, let me call you right back because I got a lot of people calling me. But dog, rude. All right. Yeah, sorry about that, man. Listen, man. Now he has hang up, he's hung up the phone and he's returned his attention to to you, the viewer of the, of the Facebook right. video, right? Um, like I said, I killed thirteen, so I'm working on fourteen as we speak. I'm just running around hitting my man. I just I just snapped, man. You know, and it's some whole shit that I would let a bitch or anybody get me on my hookup. But see, the thing is, man, I'm thirty-seven, and all my life, man, I just always been a monster, man. Always had to prove myself. You know, always had to take the butts of people's jokes, and it's like you know, I'm a case manager for Beach Book. I got my beach. I'm killing with my Beach Book badge on. Oh, too. how much did they oh, yeah. hate that? I ain't gonna be able to come to work tomorrow. How much did they hate that? I mean, 
not to point out a part of this that doesn't really matter ultimately, but if I, let's say I was this person and I was doing this, the last thing my company would want is me putting them next to it, talking about how I was doing it in their uniform. I mean, dude, they have to hate that today. You know, um, but, um, yeah, just killing my man, you know, and, uh, all because of this bitch thing, you know, uh, she put me in my, 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 my pushing point, man. You know, I was living over there with her. I just woke up Friday. I just couldn't take it no more, man. I just left. And, um, yeah, here I am, massacring <laughs> We call today the, uh, today is the Easter Sunday massacre. Ugh. But it's up, though, that, um, oh, at Woodward, my number is, uh, you can call me at 216 You can call me. But, uh, yeah. Everybody keep putting this shit, is that real? That's funny. No, I mean, of course people are going to ask you that. Of course people are going to be, the, 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 the people that are watching your Facebook account are going to want to know if you're telling the truth or not. Of course they want to know if that's real. It's not funny. That's a real, like, that's a real question, concern. And again, man, like people saying, is it real? And, and nobody's taking me for granted, for, for, for truth, man. That's the crazy part, man. Nobody, I don't know. I'm going uh, to send another post in a second. So he then ends up after this. This was prior to the murder that he had Facebook live streamed it. He, like, he streamed himself shooting a 78-year-old man. I believe it was on the east side of uh, Cleveland yesterday. Yeah, just a, a random bystander. Not anybody that had anything to do with the situation. Not anybody that he knew personally. This was just a dude on the street. Yeah. This was just a guy. It was just random. And uh, apparently this was all over a woman named Joy Lane. And he ends up telling the guy before he shoots him her name. And this is why this is happening to you. He tells the guy, say her name. This is why this is happening to you. Guy has no, doesn't know her. Doesn't know any of this. Just happened to be in the wrong place, wrong time. I mean, this is terrifying. And so they still haven't caught this guy yet. I hear now Erie police out of Pennsylvania say that they got a ping off of his cell phone. Now I'm hearing that's not true. Obviously, there's going to be a lot of information, misinformation. This happened. This did not happen. There was that report, and I think it's News Channel 5 now saying that the police are not confirming that, not saying that that's Okay, that's the case. good to know because they were the first place I saw reporting that that had happened. So they're I, walking that back. I, I'll, do, I'll figure out. I'll look it up on Twitter. But one of the news organizations said that, that was mis- they were misinformed with that. So it's one of those things that, like I said, when you have a manhunt going on, when you have somebody who is going to randomly kill people, you know, out on the streets, there is going to be misinformation. And obviously the public freaking out right now and really reporting hundreds of tips to police. And I'm not trying to say that that's not what you should do, because obviously, if you think you see something, say something. But the police have a lot to go through right now and, and not a lot of time to do. Yeah, it. they got to I mean, they got to verify whether or not the information you're giving them is good or not, because right. people are going to give you misinformation information just to do it because oh. that's been a huge part of this now is that people are now going look at how how insensitive people are by the some of the things they're posting on facebook like this morning i saw a meme and it said cleveland has the best shooters and it was lebron kyle corver kyrie irving and then this guy Yeesh. i mean that's in bad taste Yeesh. that's in dude that's in bad taste yeah i mean as ob- a guy who's done plenty of content on the radio that's in bad taste that's in bad taste obviously well I mean, obviously, as we live in this world, you're too PC, you're too PC culture. Yeah, there's a difference, though. Right, and, and I, I guess 
is is the fact that obviously this is a local story obviously changes things for us. I wonder if if people would feel the same way, you know, if this was a story happening in Alabama or a story happening in Golden State where you could make that same joke. It would still be one of those things where it'd be like, you know what, you can't do that, but you chuckle while saying you can't do that. Right. You make it local, people are going to take it much more seriously. Um, you know, obviously, like I said, you know, there's going to be a lot of information coming in. People, if you think you see something, you should say something. But you know, whether it's people that are 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 doing this for you know re- mis- misreporting things for whatever information, or people who are just a little bit like uh, jumpy at it, where if you see a, a Ford, was it a Ford Fusion, a white Ford Fusion, it's a white Ford Fusion. If you see a white Ford Fusion on the road right now, which you inevitably are going to, there's not, a, there are a billion. Of it's those one cars. of the most popular cars on the road, right? right. If, if if you see one of those, you're calling police and you're like, hey, I saw a white Ford Fusion, and it's like, well, yeah, with dude, a temporary we've got, tag. We've got eight million white Ford Fusions out there in the world. And last night, dude, I was watching on the news, and they're talking about this. They go into a Ford commercial, Ford oh. Fusion on there, and I'm like, oh, you, I, I, you can't predict that. You can't know that that's what's going to happen. I mean, but look, a little unlucky for Ford. You start with course. the start with the white Bronco, now oh, white, geez, Fusion. No white Fusion. Here. I didn't even think about that till just now. But you're right, going into the no. Ford commercial, that's a, that, that's a little strange. It's though. a um, it, you know, it's a tough- obviously not their fault. No, no, no. Of course not. It's a tough place for a brand to be, where it's like, dude, we had nothing to do with this, but now everybody on the face of the planet is looking at your car. Well, at least everybody in Northeast Ohio is looking at your car like it's the murder mobile. Uh, this was all over CNN. Well, I, yeah, but I and mean, he's on the move. So I'm, I'm saying it's people who are, I guess, surrounding areas here of like, all right, well, we're the people who are like concerned about this being in your on your uh, highway. So I have a screenshot of one of the news stations. I'm not going to mention them because this is a little. I have a question about this. Okay. And they have his. They have like the photo of him that we've all seen, the smiling photo. Okay. And they described him as having dark white skin. What in the hell is that? Now, again, I don't want to focus on the wrong part of this, but like that's how misinformation gets passed around, right there. Like, what in the world? What kind of description is that? Were they trying to say like he's light skin? Like, is that like? I mean, I've seen the news call an African-American gentleman light-skinned before. Yeah, I was going to say, it just doesn't sound like a very accurate description unless you're describing like a really tanned white dude. Yeah, they called it dark white skin, and I was like, man, are we going this far as to not like upset people? And wh- how? Say, you know? That's probably more upsetting. I you know would think I mean? so. I wonder if that was a, I, I don't know, that's weird. I, I thought it was very strange. Thought it was very strange. You know, I'm I'm taking an, a message now from a guy who listens to the program every morning. He's like, I, you know, I was really hoping you were going to avoid this. And this is the same guy that asked me last week why I didn't talk about Trump dropping bombs on Syria. He's like, you're skipping over topic A. And now the same guy was like, dude, if I don't talk about this, this is egregious. If I don't talk about of course, this, of course, it's a the guy's still on the loose. That's why I have to talk about it. The guy's still on, even if they caught him, but the guy's still out there. It's a huge story. I, I don't know why we wouldn't talk about this. If he's making the point of, well, you guys shouldn't play the tape. Um, we, we didn't play the tape of the guy murdered. We, like we're not playing the tape or the audio of the guy. If, get- I, if I were on vacation. And this happened, I would end my vacation early to come into work to handle this subject today. That's how big this is. Broadcast outlets are in a weird place right now where it's like you want to get the information out. You want there to be, you know, a dialogue about this because obviously that's how the public gets informed about something like this. Um, but you don't want to either either, you know, glamorize the the you know the the death of this guy. You don't want to exploit it in in a 
I don't know, a, a selfish way there where it's like, well, dude, visit our website and you're going to see what the murderer looks like. You don't want to be that. But at the same time, you have to get this information out there. Right. I, 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 I think our company has kind of stayed away from putting the actual video of the murder. Up. I didn't do it. I, I had the video and I thought about it and I was and I saw other radio stations and other Twitter accounts post it and I said, you know what? Honestly, I'm going to err on the side of not doing that. I, I think that's the way to go too. I mean, yes, it wasn't. Our, it should be pointed out was not our company where I saw that stuff. Happening. Right, and I think that's kind of where our company is right now. Is that they sure, want to be on the right side? Sure, of we it. can get a million web hits out of this, and if every you know Northeast Ohio radio station of ours ran all this, then but you you need to have some sort of morals there, and 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 I think putting the murder up is different than putting this video up. Okay, I'm now being told that that dark white uh, skin description was a Photoshop job. Okay, that may be possible. That may be possible. I don't know about that. I did not see that live on television myself. It was sent to me. And you know what? Sometimes I just forget that losers have nothing better to do than alter things on the internet to try to get famous. I forget that sometimes losers have nothing better to do than that, which I don't understand. I don't get this at all. This was all over a woman named Joy Lane. Okay. She's released a statement. Okay. It says here, we had been in a relationship for several years. I'm sorry that all of this happened. My heart and prayers go out to the family members of the victims. Steve is really a nice guy. He is generous with everyone he knows. He was kind and loving to me and my children. This is a very difficult time for me and my family. Please respect our privacy at this time. And yeah, her life's about Reasonable. to get tur- Yeah, her life's about to get turned upside down. For sure it is. Especially when somebody's saying, this is the reason, this is the motivation behind this. Imagine that being you. Oh, terrible, I, oh, dude. Awful. Just awful. Awful. I wouldn't even want to show my face today. I could totally understand like her and, going into hiding. And obviously, this woman did nothing wrong. I mean, you can't, you, you can't, you can't put this around her at all. You, 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 for as much as people are looking for someone or something to be like, well, this is it. Sure, you can say that's the inspiration or that's why I did this, but you are the reason you did that. You made the decision to shoot that dude. You are the one who went out, out and did that. So uh, people want to blame her. People want to blame Facebook. People, people want to blame, blame Ford Focus or whatever, but you can't. I I saw this yesterday. Why does Facebook still allow this feature to happen when it's like, you know, the stories out of Chicago, that kid raped that girl in school and Facebook lived it. And now now this, this guy Facebook live this. But at the end of the day, and Fantone brought this up before we started the program. If you're not going to blame the gun manufacturer, and I don't like when people do that, I don't believe a gun manufacturer should be blamed for things, then you can't blame Facebook for this either. This is about the yeah. person. Yeah. It's not about it's not about the technology. It's not about that. It's not about it's not about all that stuff. And somebody said to me yesterday, they should just end that. And I said, so what? So now I'm going to tell every family in the world, if you know, if you're traveling for business or whatever, and your daughter's in some play that you can't watch it now because of the negative things that happened. No, I'm not giving this society over to the criminals. I'm not doing it. And when you want to end certain things because of criminality, that's what you're doing. You're giving them control, and I don't want them in control. And God knows nobody was murdered before Facebook Live existed, right? I just... That, that is fear mongering. So, so, is what that is. So murderers are going to be like, oh well, if I can't Facebook Live, and I'm not even going to bother. Of course, people are going to look to exploit the hot thing of the day, Come and on. Facebook Live is the hot thing of the day. That's what it is. He still is on the loose, by the way, right. driving a white Ford Fusion temporary tag. Be on the lookout for that. If you see something, say something. Dude, just imagine you just bought your new white Ford Fusion and you're so happy. You're like, I love my car, dude. I got the temp tags. It's on it. And you're driving it today to work because you got to go to work. I didn't even think How about that. How many people are looking at you right now with that eye? Like, oh, dude, I'm calling the cops on him. 
You're terrible, right. man. Because honestly, man, I, I have a very common car with a temp tag on it right, right now. If this was a silver Honda Accord, I'd be like, oh Just my God. Just easily could have been. Honestly, I don't have to get my, my actual plates for like another week. I still have like another, I think it's a week and a half on my temp tag. And honestly, I would go to the, I would go to the Bureau of Motor Vehicles today and get real plates if that were the case. I didn't even think about that, Phantom. That's terrible. Yeah, and I'm telling you right now, there's somebody in the listening audience. They're brand new Ford. Dude, just I'm so got happy it. About it. Just so got excited. it. And now everyone's looking at you like you're a murderer. Yeah, I would take your wife's car to work today. Well. Is what I would do. <laughs> That's horrible. We're obviously going to have to get back into this uh, at least one more time today. Um, as it is, the, I mean, it's the it's the story from today. I, you know, a lot of people. I, I can't believe the fans. If you read my accounts right now, you wouldn't believe the hate that's coming at me for for talking about this. And I don't understand that. Did you think I was going to avoid that? I don't understand why anybody would think I would avoid this. I, I'm not There's looking to make light hunt. of it. There's a manhunt right Locally. now. Police are asking for right. the public's help. We're a goddamn broadcast <laughs> outlet. What did you think we were going to do? I just I don't understand. I don't understand where people's line in that is. I just don't understand that. But you can't punish Facebook and you can't punish the rest of us over the crimes of a couple of people. I, and no matter how scared you get, because that's what you're doing. You're giving control then back over to the criminals. It's essentially negotiating with a terrorist, and we're not going to do that. More Stansberry Show right around the corner. Hang The Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. Welcome back to The Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. You are mere minutes away now from getting hooked up with $1,000 with Rock 106.9's Workday Double Pay. We'll give you the next keyword around 810. You text it in, you win $1,000. That's a good system right there, dude. It's really good. It's smart. <laughs> that is smart. Very smart. Uh, just confirmed, tomorrow morning, 820 on the program. Front of the program, Ricky Smith, founder of Rake, which is Random Acts of Kindness Everywhere, and he's got a new TV show premiering tomorrow night on the Travel Channel. It's called Yes Man. We'll uh, talk to Ricky tomorrow at eight twenty. If you have, if you don't have experience with Ricky, you don't want to miss this. He's a little he's a little hard to control, a little hard to wrangle, but he's got a lot going on, and he is uh, he's an interesting dude. This guy went from living in like being homeless. To now, like, traveling the world with this random acts of kindness everywhere, and now he's sold now not one but two TV shows to networks. This, I mean, he is, like, the epitome of, like, don't ever give up. Like, he's the epitome of that. And Ricky, dude, he's a great motivator, and uh, he's an, just an all-around interesting guy. We'll talk to him tomorrow, 820 on the program. I think, I think, I think John Cena is the originator of Never Give Up, but Ricky, he's taking it into a new level. You're right. Yeah, hustle, loyalty, respect. <laughs> hey, that was Ricky. <laughs> Very comparable to that two was of him. them are. Absolutely was. Jean shorts. Shorts. That was Ricky. He invented <laughs> He's No, you're more likely to see him in camo. The camo car goes there. Well, we'll talk to him tomorrow, this. 820. We're going to today at 820. We'll talk to Scott from winningfornextyear.com. Had to move him back a little bit. Yeah, we did have to do that. And uh, 930 is when you get hooked up with Warp Tour tickets. So, I saw this story, and uh, we'll do this before giving you your $1,000 is that a woman, 21 years old, it put the strip and strip mall, apparently a 21-year-old Pennsylvania woman, wearing only high heels and then black stockings, has been arrested for indecent exposure, as I would imagine she should be, yeah. after being spotted posing for provocative photos outside of a shopping center. Chelsea Guerrera, 21, responded last week to an ad on Craigslist. Jesus, uh -oh. that's where things all go bad. Uh -oh. And uh, a man was seeking a nude female model, and Michael Warnock, a 63-year-old Pittsburgh resident was looking for a female nude model. And according to investigators, 
Warnock gave her $300 by check, and then the duo began their photo shoot outside of the Miracle Mile Shopping Center in Monroeville, Pennsylvania, and that's about 15 miles east of Pittsburgh, so just right outside of Pittsburgh there. And Warnock, cops allege, was snapping photos of the naked Guerrero around 11 a.m. on Saturday. Uh, that obviously caught the attention of witnesses. At least one of them then called 911 and said, there's a naked woman here at the strip mall and some dude's taking photos of her. I mean, a lot going on here. Yeah. Yeah. All right. A lot of, a lot of things. To break All right. Down here. So, you know, you're going to get arrested being naked in public. What were you doing? Um, and B, is it this easy to get women to take their clothes off and let you take pictures of them? In, Seriously? Unless, I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm not trying to say like, oh, well, it's okay to be naked in public because obviously it is not. There's, there's, You should be arrested for that. If you were going to be like, hey, we're going to do a gorilla style, I jump out of the van, Bam! Take open the trench coat. You take five pictures, and all of a sudden, boom! We're right back into the into the van, and we're out of our, and we're out of there. Oh, I mean, like that's how you could at least make the argument of while well, you're getting away with it. And like public, uh, you know, uh, public sex isn't necessarily something that's uncommon. A lot of people have that fetish. A lot of people have that interest. Um, but for you, yeah, to, be talking to for you to walk around naked and posing. I mean. Obviously, you knew you were going to get caught. There's no unless unless you had this as like a scouted out area because you'll see like porn that has like you know public elements to it. Those dudes get in trouble a lot. Well, and what you have to do there is like you essentially have to like make sure that that street that you're on or whatever that you're on is scouted out and that you know that nothing's going to happen. Like my buddy Mike does porn, right? He lives in Cleveland. He's got a studio up there, but he does. I mean, and he's a porn star. You would know. Like if you saw him, you'd be like, oh, yeah, I probably have seen that guy. And he does a lot of porn. And the amount of times I've seen, like, in his studio where I've seen, like, like unedited video of, like, his camera crew, like, running because they were about to be busted. I mean, that stuff happens all the time. Those guys are ballsy with that. And rightfully so, dude. I mean, this is a public area. Like, I'm all about letting your freak flag fly and do whatever the hell yeah, you want to do with your life. there's kids walking around, so right. you can't do it. There's people walking around. I mean, there's common decency when it comes to a society. And uh, you're right. The other element to this is, like, 300 bucks via check? Right. And this chick was willing to do this? I guess. Apparently, it's just easy to get women naked and take pictures of them. 300 bucks is all it takes there. I like this world. Hey, as a matter of fact, yeah, you could spend the 300, still have 700 left over as we're getting you hooked up with $1,000 right now. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show and Rock 106.9, 9.30. Win your way into the Vans Warp Tour. That show heads to Blossom July 18th. We'll get you into that here shortly. But joining us, as he does every Monday in the 8 a.m. hour, this is Scott from winningfornextyear.com. A man happy to have you on after a Cavaliers victory as Game 2 back at the queue this evening. How are you? Yeah, I feel like today's conversation would be much different had that game not gone the way it did. Yeah. We, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we probably wouldn't have picked up the phone. <laughs> Scott, you there, buddy? Yeah, no, we probably wouldn't have picked up the phone. We'd have been like, nope, not doing that today. And honestly, it very well could have gone very differently. Now, I'm a big believer in luck doesn't exist. You put yourself in situations. But the Cavs had it come down to a uh, a final second shot from a, a, a described Cavalier killer in C.J. Miles, but he missed that shot. Um, I know you were there. There, Scott, I know you had much better seats than I had. Um, uh, give us some thoughts about what happened on Saturday afternoon. So, yeah, I know you mentioned the luck thing. Um, they did get lucky. You know, a couple. Yeah, I mean, there was an it was a good look uh, that you know that 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 claimed off the back iron. But to that point, you know, they did they did put them in that position. Um, you know, two two plays earlier, Indiana was inbounding the ball on their side of the floor. 
and and Tristan Thompson blanketed Paul George, who was the obvious target of the right. of the inbound pass. They couldn't get it in, didn't want to get a five second violation, rushed in the pass, the Cavs stole the ball. Now they didn't score on that possession, but they but they not only stopped Indiana, they stopped Indiana from doing it, and they took off you know another twenty four twenty five seconds of play clock. At the end, you know they had the ball of twenty and a foul to give, and Richard Jefferson had a. A, a well-timed foul with about 10 seconds left that took what would have been a 20-second possession and, and a lot more time for movement and motion and, and the ability to to get things squared away and turned into a 10-second possession, which once you trap Paul George and he's forced to pass it with only four seconds left, there's just not much time to do anything else. So, yeah, T.J. Miles did miss the shot, and a professional basketball player will – Likely hit that you know a little more often than not you know you know in, in that in that arrangement, but they didn't want Paul George to be the one to get that shot, and they they took the ball out of his hands and they 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 perfectly executed their defensive assignments, and you know like LeBron said, you live with the results. If if CJ would have hit that shot, there would have been a hell of a shot, and you shouldn't have put your team in a position to lose because you missed thirteen free throws, and we would have been nitpicking a bunch of different things. But the but the game plan in that final minute was executed perfectly by the Cavaliers, and 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 not so by by the Indiana Pacers, and that's how you win a basketball game. There are there is the theory in every sport, in every sport you hear the theory defense wins championships. Watching that game one, this team cannot win a championship. I mean, they're if just, they play like they played, right? Yeah, I mean, they that, that's yeah, and that's the way. But that's the way they're gonna play. And everybody keeps, I keep hearing about this flick the switch, flick the switch, flick the switch. The problem is you can flick the switch on the offensive side of the ball because it's LeBron taking the ball and putting the game on his shoulders. Defense is effort. You can't just flick the switch. Like, you either play, dude, first of all, Kyrie's never been a good defender. He's honestly bottom of the barrel as far as, like, point guards go and as a defender. He's a bad defender. And so, like, they're not just going to flick this switch defensively, though, right? Yeah, but that bad defender had two huge steals in the fourth quarter, and you know, and and you know, under the rim, you know, they went they went from being layup attempts to 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 turnovers. So I mean, they 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 may not flip the switch for an entire forty eight minutes, but I think you know you could you could take away that they can they can do it in in fits and spurts like they did on on Saturday. Now, you know, don't forget LeBron did not cover Paul George the majority of that game. Uh, they had they had J R Smith on him. For, for the sizable chunk of the game, and you know, you would assume that if it was Game Seven of the NBA Finals, LeBron would have been on Paul George. I mean, yes. so there's there's a lot of things that they're still not doing that you know that that could you know be quote unquote switch flipping. But you know, yeah, I mean, they 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 gave up a ton of points, but but you know, who else gave up a ton of points? Every almost every other team in the NBA during the play, the, you know, the first two days of the playoffs. Um, you know, there there just wasn't much defense to be played, and when you know, in Kyle Lowry going two of eleven wasn't Milwaukee's defense; it was Kyle Lowry just not having. Yeah, I mean, not so having a night. There's a lot. There's a lot of high. There's a lot of high totals in these in these NBA games. And I know the pace is slower, and I know we want to. You know, the Cavs are not perfect. You know, they they might have gotten lucky that they won that game, but again, I think when you when you needed that one stop. You know, I don't think we would have been able to count them and to do that in the regular season. I mean, we've we've seen it many times where, you know, they don't have the ball and the other team does, and they and they just can't get that one stop. And they and then they blew the game. You know, yesterday or Saturday, you know, you, 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 they're professionals, and you hate to say, well, now they 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 know they can do it, but I mean, you you saw a proof of concept. You know, Kyrie Irving can can guard Jeff Teague. You know, they they can they can trap players when needed. And when it's well timed and well scouted out, they can do it. It's just a matter of you know. I prefer if I'm a Cavs fan, 
they don't give up a 12-point lead in the fourth quarter, right. and then you don't have to worry about the final play of the game. I will never count LeBron James out because he's the greatest, right? So I, I can't count him out. But I'll say this. I think, they, I think they get out of the East, and I think they're the team in the finals. But if there was one good team in the East, I would be saying right now they have no shot. Like Watching that game, they can't beat the Golden State Warriors playing like that. Like you can't beat the Warriors playing like that. Now that's just falling short of the title, and I'm not like one of these guys that you either win a title or you're a bum. Like it's still going to be a great season if they make the NBA Finals. But I'm telling you right now, if there was one solid team out of the East right now, I'd be like, I don't know if we go. Right, and that's crazy. Yeah, I, that's crazy no, when you think about how well we should be built. We have the best player in the league. We have one of the best point guards in Kyrie Irving. We have a great big man in Tristan. Kevin Love's pretty good. J.R. Smith can hit threes. And yet, if there was one... Dude, this is how bad the NBA is right now. There's two good teams. That's it. (laughs) If there was one decent team in the East, I would be saying right now, they will not get out of the East the way they're playing. I think they're a little lucky with who they play. And actually, a buddy of mine made this point yesterday, that he thinks they gave up that first seed thing so they didn't have to play uh, Chicago in the first series. And you can make that argument, given the fact that they, they upset Boston last night. You can make that argument yeah, that LeBron was like, you know what? I don't want that matchup. I mean, and you wouldn't. I wouldn't blame him. Um, you know, I, I don't know if he'll ever admit to it. Right. But I, you could. But I, we were, we've been talking for weeks. I think Chicago, Washington, is would be would be a much tougher road than Indiana and whomever wins right. the, the Milwaukee Toronto series. You know, Milwaukee, you know, a lot of people thought Toronto would be the team that could upset the 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 run a little bit, but they say lost game one to Milwaukee. Um, you know, so I, I wouldn't put it past LeBron and Ty to be like, listen, you know, Indiana's locked in here at the seven, regardless of what happens. Let let's go with them first, and then get through. And you saw last night. I mean, Boston is by no means a finished product. Um, you no. know, Isaiah Thomas has balls blocked off his head. You know, I mean, they're, and he's and he's the star of the team. You know, and they, so and and that's at home. So I mean, if, if, as long as the can, it may not have to be, it might not have to be pretty. Right. You know, they don't have to win by 20 every game. I mean, obviously, we would like a little dominance here, you know, over the course of the Eastern Conference playoffs. We saw several games last year where they, you know, they just blew the doors off of people. But but getting there is all they need to do. And if they can do it in as few of games as possible, you saw the difference last season. But by the time they met the Raptors in the Eastern Conference Finals, I, I, you know, I believe the Cavs had played four or five fewer games because right. Toronto had to go to seven. And I they were the worn out. Rounds. Yeah, and, you know, so, I mean, as long as you can navigate that, you know, you give yourself a hell of an advantage, regardless of what the final scores are. So, you know, I know, it, again, it wasn't it wasn't the best game. Um, I, I there, there was a point where, you know, that LeBron dunk in the fast break puts him up 12 with just a few minutes to go, and then the shot stopped falling. You know, I'm going to shoot around today, and I, I would wager that that tie will say, you know, they they. Not only there wasn't luck, they should have won by more just because of all the missed layups they had in the fourth quarter. You know, they, they may make some and of those the free throws. Those yeah. You know, it's, it's a much different game, and we're just analyzing it much differently. So I, yeah, you know, and I know Indiana thinks they let one get away, and they did. But I also think, you know, tonight, um, you know, if, as long as they can fine tune some of those mistakes and take advantage of the switches, anytime Jeff Teague's guarding LeBron James should be an easy two points. And I think that that's the way they're going to you know, kind of assert their dominance, and I'd be very surprised if it's not 2-0 heading back to the end. I would imagine LeBron James will get the crew ready to play tonight. Because uh, what he doesn't want, what he doesn't like, what he has proven over his 14-year career he does not like, is when guys like me question how good he is and how good the team is and what his chances to win a championship are. My guess, because let's be honest, Ty Lue doesn't do anything. That guy could literally stay home. And... 
I bet LeBron James will have the team ready to go, and I bet that they look like a different Cavalier squad tonight than they did Saturday night. My whole point is this. Look, I just don't. Last year I felt so. They were down 3-1, and I was on the radio saying, they're going to win. They're going to win. Watch. LeBron will put it on the back, and we'll be fine. We could be up 3-1 this year. And I would be like, I don't know. That whole, the whole Northeast Ohio curse thing's going to happen again. Like, they ju- I just, this team does not instill the confidence in me that last year's team did. It's weird, but it, I mean, things change year to year like that. They just do. Yeah, no, it's fair. I'm not, I'm not saying it's not. Um, you know, I just don't, I don't, you know, Golden State's a really, really good team. Yeah, they're and, amazing. And those, and those who are, Will define success by winning a championship. Um, you know, I think they have a high which is unfair likelihood of, of, of being disappointed. Um, that's but unfair, right? I think it, I, I think anything shy of the NBA Finals is definitely a disappointment. And yes. whether they it takes them whether they can get there in twelve games, you know, by sweeping their way through, or if it takes fourteen or sixteen, you know, I think getting back there is the is the key. And you know, I think Golden State's going to have a, a, a few bumps. You know, they, they were down to Portland, you know, late in that game yesterday. And while I think they're going to sweep the Blazers, I think some of these other teams that are standing in their way in the West could give them a, you know, we talk about, you know, trying to minimize games. You know, they could, by the time they get back to the finals, they could have played a handful of games too. So yeah, that's true too. I don't know. It, it's, it's, tough to, it's tough to judge, and I know we want to do it because it's the way sports fans, the way we analyze things. We want to judge each game, you know, as it's like individual, you know, you know, deciding factor of whether this team is good or not. Um, you know, sometimes you just don't have it. But I think the Cavaliers, you know, went ice cold in the fourth quarter and still and still got out of that game. You know, you know, winning by one. So I, I don't know. I, I think you know we need to see if they can correct some of their mistakes today. And if if they if they come out flat again, you know, like they finish that game, then I think we need to be worried. But I, I do think while the switch might not be flipped from zero to a hundred. It's it's much the defense was much better at the end of that game on on Saturday than I've seen in a very very long time. I am um, like I said, I think you'll see a different squad tonight. I think you'll see uh, you know an energized team because they they're hearing what everybody's thinking today and what we thought you know all weekend. We're happy to have won, but a one point victory. And you're right, if they win this series, they win the NBA championship. Nobody's going to be like, yeah, but they only beat the Pacers by one. Like that's not going to happen. <laughs> Right? So, like, I understand. So, I don't want to make too much of a deal out of it. It's just like, man, this is – they don't look championship ready. They just don't. They look like they have the best player in the league, but they do not look championship built. They just don't look that way to me right now. What's going on with our Indians, buddy? They're not hitting the ball. Um, They they, they need to correct the the offensive side of things pronto if they're they're going to start winning some baseball games. Uh, You know, lost second two – Two consecutive series against AL Central opponents. Uh, one, you know, the, the White Sox should be the dregs of the the the, uh, the division, and the the Tigers are just always there, uh, you know, at the top. And the Tigers are quickly eight and four, while the Indians are two games under five hundred. But they're very inconsistent at the plate right now. And uh, you know, I don't I don't want to say it's because they're sitting Michael Brantley every three games or whatever, because they they played they hit the ball pretty well two games ago. Right. Um, but then you have a, but then you have you have games like the opener, for instance, which you know I know they won, but they had multiple times with guys in, in scoring position and had you know back breaking double plays, and then you had similar similar issues yesterday, where you know guys on base, you know ninth inning, 
Tying, tying runs at the, on, on deck circle, and, and Lonnie Chisholm pops out weakly. I mean, they're, they're just not hitting the ball squarely, and I don't know if that's something that is a hitting coach thing. I don't know if it's something that is just a matter of kind of trying to get the kinks out, but you have a, a team that has the capability to be a, a world-beating offense, and they're just not being one right now. Yeah, it seems to me like they have just left guys on base every inning that I've watched. It just seems like a consistent, a consistent a problem where, where yeah, you're hitting dingers out, you know, you're hitting home runs, and that's great, but like you have to knock guys off those bases, or you're not going to win. Right, you're not going to you're, 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 you're win baseball games. Um, Scott, if, if the Indians uh, continue this lukewarm start, um, are we are we going to turn into the uh, the bottom of the barrel in attendance again in, in Northeast Ohio here? Uh, you know, I don't think so because. There are a lot of people committed already. They had a, such a huge boost, you know, after the playoff run in terms of, uh, you know, six and 12 game packs and, you know, partial season ticket packages and things like that. So the, the attendance numbers will get a boost regardless. Um, I do think if they, if they don't start hitting the ball and winning some baseball games, you might get a, a complete lack of just discussion and overall fervor on the right. team. I mean, the NFL draft's coming up here pretty soon. Right. NBA playoffs are going on. I mean, so they, there's a lot of stuff to distract us from what's going on right now with that team. I mean, you know, there's a lot of excited people who want to watch baseball, but we have other options. But once the, once the draft's over and once the NBA playoffs come to an end, you know, if people, if people open their newspaper and see that the Indians are, you know, below 500 in the AL Central come July, you know, yeah, I can see rough. a lot of people being a little, you know, disappointed with that, including myself and, and including the team. Um, you know, they don't, they don't expect to be, you know, winning every game. But you can't be losing series to to AL Central opponents, and they have two more coming up here: Minnesota, I believe, yeah. coming up next, and then the the White Sox again. You can easily correct the shift by beating the hell out of these guys, but uh, until the bats start warming up, you know, I don't know, you know, how they'll do that because they can't they can't rely on these pitchers to you know, Carrasco two earned runs. I mean, that should that should get a win, you know, right. for for a starting pitcher. So to to not to not have that, and then to have the bullpen allow more runs, you know, Zach McAllister missing the plate by about 30 feet, allowing that pitch on, or allowing a run on a wild pitch. That's just not the recipe to win. So hopefully, you know, they can get these bats going. And I, I assume it will. Um, you know, these guys are too good, and they just didn't forget how to hit. But uh, it, it has been a frustrating start, to say the least. We're talking to Scott from winningfornextyear.com, and before I let him go, I do got to ask you, as I'm hearing more and more rumors that the Browns are moving away from Miles Garrett as the number one pick and looking more and more into Mitch Trubisky, and you can hear the laughter in my voice because I think it's insane, but like, wh- what are you hearing out of Berea? I, I, I really don't believe anything that people say at this stage Smoke of the game. Um, Smart. You know, there's a lot, there's a lot of, you know, no, few teams. You know, I know when, when Houston, um, you know, signed uh, Williams, you know, before, you know, instead of Reggie Bush, you know, in the, in the days leading up to the draft, you know, everybody was shocked. But, I mean, the team, teams have the ability to, to sign players or draft them, you know, the number one spot at any point between now and the draft. They don't have to wait till draft night. But a lot just kind of jockey for position and say things and leak things into the media because they want to see, you know, what sort of asking prices they can get for their pick. Um, you know, I think a lot. Of the of the Mitch Trubisky stuff is coming out of San Francisco, um, you know, just a team that was the number two pick, hoping to, you know, jockey for a position with other teams. You know, if if, if they can make it sound like Trubisky's going one and Garrett will be there too, you're going to suddenly have a lot of people trying to call up to number two to get their pick. So it's you know, it's, it's just a lot of coach speaking, just dumb smoke um, that, that that comes out of these camps. I, I'd be shocked if 
if they if they didn't take Garrett. I mean, it seems like a no-brainer at this stage. The, the trick will be what they do at 12, because there's a lot of people saying they could use that 12th pick to, to, to go back up and get Trubisky, or he may just be there, you know, come the 12th selection. So we'll see. Um, it'll be it'll be interesting, but uh, just like everything it? is with the Browns. But I know I don't believe that they they would pass on Garrett for uh, you know a, a question mark at quarterback. To me, it seems crazy to take Trubisky at all. The kid started 12 games the year before that, couldn't win the starting job at North Carolina, not exactly a football power. And uh, when you put Deshaun Watson's stats up on the screen next to Russell Wilson, same conference in college, he smokes them in literally everything. And Russell's game transitioned pretty well to the NFL. So for me, I like Garrett at one. Deshaun Watson, if he should happen to be there at 12 and let you kind of try to develop him, that's just kind of what I'm thinking. But I don't know if Watson will still be there at 12. It's just crazy. Nobody's talking about that kid at all. He was the name you couldn't stop hearing for a year and a half, and now nobody's talking about him at all. So I think he might be there at 12, and if he is, I think you got to take him off the board. Yeah, it's interesting. I saw a lot of comments this morning. Somebody compared him to Alex Smith, which I don't know Ugh. if that's what you want to draft. And, yeah. And, you know, at that spot, like that. but... But Alex Smith, even the Alex Smith now, let alone a 20-something-year-old Alex Smith, would be a huge upgrade from what the Browns have. From anything have. So, we've had, yeah. You know, I, you know and I said, a long, I said a long time, you put, a, you put an average quarterback on this team, just like a league average, 14th, 15th best quarterback in the league on this team, and, they're, and they are decidedly better than, than they've been over the years. And, you know, they might not be winning the Super Bowl, but if you just want to, you know, be in contention for the playoffs, or, I you know, if you want to like an Andy Sunday. Dalton, you know, who can, who can at least get you to the postseason and see what happens, I, I think this team would be much better off with that. And, you know, so that's where I wouldn't be opposed to Watson. But, again, I, I just don't know if there's any, any of these quarterbacks are going to lead a team to the Super Bowl. And unless you're really dead set on one of them, whether it's analytically, whether it's scouting, whatever it may be, um, you know, I, I just don't know how you go that route, but we'll see. I don't know if Deshaun Watson can lead you to a Super Bowl, but I know for sure Cody Kessler cannot. That's Scott from WaitingForNextYear.com. My man, thank you again. We'll talk to you again next Monday. Have a good day. You too, man. More Sandsbury Show right around the corner. You guys hang on. 106.9. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show, Rock 106.9. Win yourself $1,000 with Rock 106.9's Workday Double Pay. I need Here's it. Here's what happens. Yeah. I need it. That would be nice. That would be. Every weekday from 6 o'clock in the morning till 9 o'clock at night, we pass out a keyword, you text it in, you win $1,000. $1,000. Nice. Nice. Real nice. nice. Dude, $1,000 has a comma in it. Yeah, I would uh, I'd probably buy a new computer. Is probably what I would do there. Um, that's, uh, I'm pretty sure that's what my, I'm waiting on my tax return, which by the way, tomorrow's your tax deadline. Yeah. Um, I filed a couple of weeks ago. I'm waiting yeah. on my return. Should be probably next week or so. And I'm pretty sure new machines, what I'm going to do with it. I, as I was on the phone with my mother yesterday and, uh, you know, we've recently have made up and are, are now, uh, you know, working on a good relationship with one another and that whole thing. She has, she told me yesterday, she's like, hey, I just want to let you know it's probably not there yet, but in the middle of last week, I started sending all of your stuff home. A lot of my personal items are going to be returning home, one of which is my album collection, my CD collection. And I'm excited because I'm finally going to digitize all of it. Finally going to have it all in like an iTunes thing, be able to take it, you know, and do what I want with it, make playlists and that whole thing. I have, I don't know, it's something crazy, like 5,500 CDs or something I think I have. It's going to be a lot, of, a lot of time there for you. Yeah, buddy. but I'll I'll enjoy that. Like, I'll sit at the computer and like thumb through, be like, man, I haven't listened to this in 30 years. And, and a lot kind of that stuff you're not necessarily going gonna to have to, where it's like, right. dude, you know, obviously rare stuff is going to be a lot more of a priority. You don't have to put the Black Album in, you know what I mean? Right, like, right. you know, you've got, you've got access to that. Exactly. 
But you know, I got a lot of you know bootleg type stuff right. and rarities right. and you know right. stuff that's you know yeah. live stuff. I mean, that's all. That's all stuff that you just can't go just listen to. Right. right. And that I don't. That I always want to make sure I have. So I'm pretty sure that's what I'm going to do with that. Now I'm and now all right. For those of you that listen to the program, if you find Fantone to be annoying, yeah. you're just turn off the radio right now. Son of a bitch, we talking John Cena right now? No, Let me talk a little John Cena, no, boy. Because boy. dude, Fantone's going to be really annoying about this. Okay, and that's why yeah. I waited for the last break at eight o'clock because he's only got a few <laughs> minutes. Okay, because dude, he's going to be wildly annoying about this. But a male teacher yeah. in Minnesota yeah. is being accused of having an inappropriate relationship with a male student. He sent. Explicit photos to another student on top of that. Police arrested Burnsville High School music teacher Eric Akervik after a 15-year-old student told authorities that the 29-year-old educator was sending him pictures of his penis via Snapchat. And we talk about this all the time when female teachers you know, have sex with, you know, uh, with boys in school. Everybody says, where was these teachers when I was in school? And your whole thing is... is well, they are well, sexual predators. Well, it, no, it's hot, dude. It's hot when teachers start having sex with their kids. It's great. I think that's awesome. You should. It's so hot, dude. It's hot. Dude, this was the kind of fantasies that I had in high school was, dude, when are these teachers going to start banging me? Oh, wait, now it's gay, and you think that's icky, so you're like, no, no, it's no good. But when it's when it's a 17-year-old or 15-year-old boy sleeping with his female teacher, everybody, oh, it's so hot. It's so hot. It's so hot. Our afternoon guy, oh, it's so hot. It's so hot. No, it's not. It's children what being did, victimized. What being did, victimized. What did Kramer have to Kramer do Kramer always thinks those stories are hot. Like, that's his whole thing. He'll post up the pictures of the chicks and be like, oh, look at this hot teacher. It's so hot. It's so sexy. I wish this Does teacher. really? I wish this, I wish this teacher would have been in my school. Big rap, man. Typical rock DJ rock, afternoon guy. Rock it. And dude, I'll it's just not, think this is hot. It's not, dude. There is no situation. Whether this oh, is what a, a stereotype. Whether, whether this is a female, whether this is a female teacher and a male student, whether it's a male teacher and a female student, whether it's same sexes, there is no justification for teachers having sex with their students. I don't care what I don't care what you come up with. I don't care. Well, the boy's 17 and she's only 25. Nah, it's an adult abusing power. It's an adult. It, oh, exactly. It's an adult in a point of authority right. of victimizing those students. Dude. It's abusing it power. Is, it is not okay under any circumstance. This is just as wrong as when a hot 24-year-old teacher bangs a high school student. Same goddamn thing. Thing, but now, oh, gay, oh, it's, it's gay, it's gross, I wouldn't let my son do that. But you're the same guy, the exact same guy who said, well, if my daughter had sex with a teacher, I'd have a problem. But if my son had Here's sex with a teacher, I'd be, okay with, I, I'd be okay with I it. I'd be okay with it. I am one of those. I, Would you I, be okay with this? I, uh, the D-Pig's getting sent to your 15-year-old. 29-year-old D's getting sent to your 15-year-old. The music teacher bending him over in the in the music classroom in your 15-year-old. I, Hell no, you wouldn't be okay with okay, it. Well, Hell no, you wouldn't. We're adding facts to the story that did not happen. He had sex with the student. He, well, okay. okay. Yeah, he did, he did, uh, <laughs> right. So what facts am I having? I guess, uh, I guess we don't know the sexual position. Um, <laughs> Is that going to make a difference? Who was catching and who was pitching? That's that's what's going to be like, oh, well, I don't know about that one. Honestly, if, it was, if, if it was my son, it might. Get out of <laughs> it here. Get out of here, dude. I, dude, look, I've admitted that that's wrong. But that I do, and again, I don't have kids, so I would probably change my mind all together once I had, like, my son. I'd be like, no, don't touch my kids. But, like, I have made the comment that I think I would, 
Which is, and I've always said, which is ridiculous because we all we ever hear about is how women mature faster than men. Right. So by that theory, you'd think women would be, girls would be prepared for sex much before a boy would. Right, sex with an adult. I mean, now, I get it. Teenagers are going to bang each other. That's, dude, that's the way of the world. That's Welcome your, to high school. Those are your peers. That's your group of people that you're growing up with. You find each other's sexuality. You guys do it. Hey, God bless you. I hope you're wearing a condom. But, dude, if, 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 if this was any other circumstance, the dialogue would be completely different. What's oh, crazy so, is so that. Uh, it really does just prove that you have a problem with gay people. Right? Because if that's where your line is, like, well, my kid can bang his hot female teacher, but if my son's having sex with his male teacher, if you're not... I mean, dude, that's a, pro- that's a problem with the sexuality, not with the fact that somebody's taking advantage of your kid. Oh, gay's icky. Oh, my son can't do that, but he can bang, he can bang his female teacher? Terrible, dude. Get out of here. Yeah. So there's that. That is that is one of those double standards in life for sure. Where were these teachers when I was a kid? Not not victimizing students, which is a good thing. I'll tell you where they were. Having sex with somebody else and getting away with it. This isn't like one of these things that just started. No, of course not. It's like, welcome to technology, people getting caught. This has been happening forever. But yeah, when I read that this morning, I was like, oh my God, he'll be wildly annoying about that. Wildly correct as well. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes facts are annoying. It's not okay for teachers to have sex with students, no matter the orientations. Yeah, I'll co-sign that one. Right. I will co-sign that one. Guys, get ready to do your wife's job. More woman's work is headed your way and $1,000 next on Rock 106. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show, Rock 106.9. Win yourself $1,000 just a few minutes from right now with Rock 106.9's Workday Double Pay. We'll give you the next keyword, 910. I got bad news for dudes. Bad news. Get ready to do more of your wife's job or what you consider to be your wife's job at home. All right. Get ready to do it. As the new study coming out says, many fields that are traditionally dominated by women are set to expand in the next two decades, while most jobs currently dominated by men are expected to go into mass decline over the next decade or so. Yikes. The jobs in the United States will be strongly divided by gender. And they say in recent decades, fields that are dominated by men and women have not fared equally. Um, many men have fallen out of work as increasing, uh, you know, like automation and those kind sure. of things are starting to take place. Sure. And uh, it has allowed the U.S. to produce more agriculture or manufacturing goods than ever with fewer people than before. Right. I mean, that's one of the things that in America, I think there's a great, uh, what do I want to say, uh, misinformation is that, well, we never make anything in America. We make more in America than we ever have. It just doesn't take as many people to do it. Right. Well, that's the same argument in, in, in the regard of like, we just need to put those people to work making things. But they say the U.S. economy has shifted to more service sector jobs, and those are dominated by females. It's like healthcare is one of those. And they say healthcare is one of the, uh, one of the sectors that is forecast to grow the most in decades. And again, no yeah. matter what happens to the world, people are going to get sick. Right. And I mean, obviously, you know, a, a huge generation is getting into that age where they need, um, you know, healthcare with, with baby boomers. And, you know, it's only going to continue to grow. So they say what's going to happen is this universe, our country, will shift. And they say by a decade and a half in, what's going to happen is that men will, it will be standard place for a man to stay home and a woman to work. Uh, 
uh, what I'm going to say about that is I think, it, and it already is kind of standard place, instead of a man staying home, it's just going to be your woman's probably making more money than you. You know what I right. mean? I don't, I don't think anyone's going to be like, oh, well, I'll give up that extra income. They say the least educated men in the United States tend to work in the most male-dominated jobs, with about half of all men with a high school degree or less working in fields that are at least 80% male. In contrast, mm-hmm. only slightly more than 10% of men with a graduate or professional degree work in fields that are 80% male, meaning that you know the more educated you are, the more office type job that you're going to have and you're going to have a mixed bag of workers get out of the grunt work there right yeah, right therefore the fast-growing male jobs that require lots of education don't really help men without a college degree who have been traditionally male jobs they say yes they say this is not the trend for women women in the middle of the education spectrum those with some college or an associate's degree are the most likely to work in more female occupations but both women with the least education no more than high school okay or with no high school degree, and those with the most, those with a bachelor's or a graduate or some type of professional degree, okay. are less likely to work in female-dominated fields. I thought that was uh, I thought that was a little interesting. So basically, what they're saying is, is your wife's going to work more, you're going to have to do more at home. And I, th- this doesn't affect me at all, as I live alone, and right. so I technically have to do what people consider to be females' work. Sure, um, you know what I mean. I vacuum my house, I clean my house, I do the dishes. I, you know, now I don't do my laundry. I have it done. Um, I drop it off, and it's honestly it's so cheap, and then it's folded. Everything's great, uh, dude. I love that service. But, um, but so it's like I don't do the laundry. Now I think it's weird, and I know people are going to take issue with what I'm saying right now because people are going to assume I'm calling that women's work. I'm not calling that women's work. Society does. Yeah, society calls it that. But you you know how that is now. Like, he said it, and he thinks it, and you're perpetuating that, and oh my God, you're infringing on me. And that's the thing. But it's like, but yet, it's like, well, cutting the grass is the man's job, though, right? I mean, people, it's like, you can totally do that. But this is obviously going to be the thing. And I think that part of this is, is like, well... I don't necessarily buy into the in, into the wage gap thing. I mean, the, when when you read more and more studies, it's actually not as drastic as people want to make it sound. Um, so I don't think that that's really it. But I could see. I mean, yeah, you start cutting down manufacturing jobs. I mean, that's what that's what's going to happen. At the end of the day, every household in America needs two incomes. I mean, we can pretend like, oh no, it's one person's. No, it's not. Both of you have to be working, and both of you have to be taking care of household responsibilities. I don't get it. I don't understand guys who are like, oh, I don't even know how to do the laundry. Uh, what? I got buddies what? who have. I, I say this all the time. I got friends that if their girlfriends or wives left them tomorrow, they would be screwed. Just running into walls. Dunk, 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 idiots. And I like, don't get it. Why would you want to be dependent on anyone that now, way? If you're a if you're a 75 year old man and your wife just died, and hey, that's the way it was in my generation, then fine, I can understand that. But dude, as 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 people who are, I mean, dude, how did you live before her? Did you really just go from your mom's house to your wife? Yeah, that's a lot of guys did. That's mind boggling to me, dude. Like, what did you do to like you? You never had any independence. You never had to live on your own. You never had to like sustain yourself. My mom. And my dad's mom argued about this forever. My dad's mom came over one night for something. And my dad was ironing his shirt for the next day. And my mo- my grandmother lost her mind. And she's like, you know, Sue, part of the woman's job is to take care of her husband and make sure he's ready to go. And my mom made the mistake of saying, I'm sorry, Josephine, this is my dad's mom. I work. <clears throat> 
and forgetting that my grandmother worked two jobs when she was married to my grandfather, too. And she said, yeah, I worked two jobs, too. But my husband's shirts were ironed. Dinner was on the table. House was clean because that's my job to take care of my man. Like that has been that mentality has totally shifted. But my mom and grandmother fought about that for years. So what I'm saying is, is that guys have been doing housework forever, and you should, should be, be doing more of it. Should we constantly be. tell you this. I hear married, all my married friends complain about how they don't get oral sex, how they don't get sex, and how she's always just in a bad mood. And I say this all the time. Don't buy her flowers. Clean her house. Watch your wife come home to a clean house that she didn't tell you to clean, and I'm telling you, her whole attitude will completely change. Also, if you come home with a fistful of dollars, that might help too. So here's $1,000 right now. The Scansbury Show on Rock 106.9. Welcome back to The Scansbury Show, Rock 106.9. Your next opportunity to get hooked up with $1,000 happens at 1010 with Fishing. We'll continue all day as it's Rock 106.9's Workday Double Pay. Every single hour from 6 o'clock in the morning till 9 o'clock at night, every weekday, you get 1000 bucks. Really good system. Yeah. It keeps them listening. I can win money doing this? All right, I'll do that. So I took your advice, Phantom, the other day. Yeah. And I turned I, out terribly, right? No, no, no. <laughs> I reviewed a small business, local business, ah, on Facebook. There you go. Because now Facebook will ask you, hey, you checked in here the other day. Give oh. everybody a review. And I actually took the time and I did that for Roosters the other day. Right. Because I, uh, I had lunch there on Friday and it was delicious as always. And so I was like, you know what? It popped up in my thing. I was like, you know what? I should probably write this for uh, for this establishment. I think people would be like, well, I bet Fat Boy knows where good food is. Well, God knows that if something would have went wrong, you know, we all would go to, oh, my God, this place is the worst place I've ever eaten food. And you should never go there. And, and nobody right. wants nobody wants to be like, hey, I enjoyed my experience. Nobody wants to do that. I'll tell you where else I enjoyed my experience Where's on that? Friday. Dude was Sanctuary Golf Club. There it is. Oh my god. Dude, I haven't played that. there in a while uh-huh. and man is that place in good shape. For this early in the season, perfectly manicured. Stansbury. Yeah, no, it was good. It was in good shape. Yeah, I liked it. I enjoyed it. Steve Stevens is a name you by now know as he had they're calling it a Facebook live killing. Essentially, he had filmed himself and then uploaded it. We're arguing semantics at that point. Right, Ultimately, right. the video was on Facebook of him right. killing a, uh, a man in his 70s on Cleveland's east side. Um, there's a manhunt underway. Um, there were reports early this morning that the cell phone had been pinged in Erie. I hear now police are saying that's not necessarily true. Um, and we do have a little audio here from Chief of uh, Cleveland Police. This is Calvin Williams, and uh, let's take a listen to that now. That uh, Steve is still out there someplace. Uh, we don't know his condition, uh, and of course, we right now don't know his location. We're asking the public to remain vigilant. We're asking you to go about your day, but to be careful. We're also asking you if you see anything resembling that vehicle, uh, you have the description of Steve Stevens, uh, to give us a call. And obviously, police ask for the public's help for a reason. I know nobody's like, oh, I'm not going to see him. I'm not even going to bother. Yeah, I'm are. not going to do it. Well, I mean, you might not, but you need to at least be vigilant and like looking for that kind of stuff. It's like when a kid misses, it goes missing. So people just get awful when this kind of stuff happens. I saw somebody post this earlier. Like calling out the police, saying what? What what was? I'm pulling from. It took us less time to find Tom Brady's jersey than it did Uh, to find this guy, and then it it actually said hashtag our finest. 
like calling out the cops. First of all, it took weeks to find Tom Brady's jersey. Yeah. Weeks. Bad so point. no, right. we haven't we're, we haven't hit weeks yet. So dial down your rhetoric, your anti-cop rhetoric. Dial it down because it's unwarranted. And it's just like people just look to do this thing. Like dude, there's no funny line. Here. Right, 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 right. right there, there's right. no like great joke that's good that's going to make this okay. Stop it! Stop it! No, I, I haven't talked to the detectives uh, to that extent about uh, you know his mindset. Obviously, he's got uh, deep, deep issues, and uh, whether he was calm or not, uh, he committed a, a heinous crime in this city, and we want to get him off the streets as soon as possible. One of the things I will note about that, and they're talking about his mental health issues and and how calm he was in the video prior to the video of him shooting. Well, that was before he killed somebody. You right. know what I mean? So, like, I think there is a little bit of like, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna say I'd be calm in that situation, but there's a difference between pre-murder and post-murder of how he would be acting. I would imagine so. Yes. Now uh, we don't know where he's at. Uh, the last location we actually had him at uh, was at the homicide at 93rd Street. Just north of St. Clair. Now that was the last place that anybody saw him. I saw somebody and they posted it on my Facebook wall like, oh hey, here's a picture of this guy and he's out there just no, like No, he isn't. It, that's, it's not. False. It's Patently false. false. Uh, anything else right now is kind of speculation. Uh, again, we have investigations going all over this country trying to pinpoint his actual location. Did the suspect have a record? Was he known to the police? Uh, he had no uh, per se criminal record. He did have a uh, uh, a lot of motor vehicle violations, traffic violations, but no criminal record to speak of. What about his girlfriend that he apparently was talking about? <clears throat> uh, we don't know if she's a girlfriend or not, but there are several people in this investigation that we've talked to, uh, including the female that was mentioned, and they've all cooperated so far. Where is she now? Uh, well, we can't tell you where she's at, but she's safe. Where of course is she now. <laughs> I mean, it's a little bit of both things there. She kind of has to ask the question because the audience is going to go, "Why is nobody asking this question?" I would assume the reporter knew his answer was going to be, "We can't tell you." I didn't. Right? I didn't ask the question because if, if the police told me where he was, that would be grossly irresponsible. I don't know. I feel like that's like, what are you, what are you talking about, lady? Audience is beating me to the punch, but we should make you aware of this: that we have heard that the victims' GoFundMe accounts are fake, and that this is people looking. To capitalize on a tragedy and pull on your heartstrings and steal your money. Shocker. Yeah, I mean, this is I mean, when these things happen. I would wait until the news. I would imagine, or the police department will vet all this stuff at some point, and then you know, in the days to come, an actual will be set up. And then once news outlets start telling you this is authentic, I know we live in the world of fake news and news stations not getting things right. I get it. But I would ima- I would at least wait for that. I would not go to the first one of those you find and donate money just yet. No, no, no. I'm not telling you not to donate to the victims' families. That's not what's happening. But I would wait until you make sure that money's going where it's supposed to. I, I, I've seen this um, from reporters. I did not get this in the audio that I, that I grabbed from CBS News there. But I, I've seen reporters saying that officers have talked with him on a cell phone right i don't know where else that goes i don't know what else if, if they were able to figure out where he was via that or what was spoken in that conversation but uh multiple news outlets reporting that they have spoken I mean, with him. i would imagine with if he still has the same phone right i mean I, I i they can track that kind of stuff the phone the car i mean i just feel like there's a million different things where it's like well what do you mean we can't find him but i mean yeah we had a listener nicole earlier when we were talking about this in the 7 a.m hour who hit me up and she was like you know i have um not the same car but the same car 
car company, Ford. And she was like, I just bought a new car. She's like, it came standard with like a GPS tracker on it. So I don't know if the cops have access to that. I don't know if Ford has to give you permission and are we breaking people's rights or what happens like when you're on the run. I don't know. Maybe if you don't like set up your OnStar, maybe it doesn't have that ah. GPS enabled yet or something like that because this was a new car that this guy bought. And I'm going to assume he bought this car knowing like, dude, I ain't making any payments on this. I'm going to kill somebody today. Right? Oh, I don't know. I, I, I didn't even I, think that, of it. When, it, when as soon as I saw as soon as I saw um, uh, temporary tags, I was like, "Well, obviously, this guy just went out and bought a car with the intentions of of never, you know." It's a horrible story, but yeah, people are showing me the, these Instagram photos of he's out there and like like he's taunting. No, he's not. That's not his Instagram handle. And like ten seconds worth of like I, like putting things in a search bar online will will disprove all of that. And there's been a lot of misinformation and a lot of like stuff circulating. And it's because, and again, I'm not going to rally against this is the wrong time to do it, but it's because people just want to be part of the story and you just want to interject yourself into this stuff. So you just start pressing share and look, I care. Like I'll, I'll, this, I'll explain this to you. So last night I had obviously heard about this, Right. right? And I didn't make any kind of statement online yet because we didn't know a lot yet. All we knew at that point was the video, right? And so I had posted just something on Twitter about my life. I got invited to play a private golf course. And so I had posted that. And people hit me up and said, how dare you? I said, what are you talking about? They said, there's a tragedy going on. There's a manhunt. And this is what you're talking about online. And it's like, first of all, there's no... There's no set of laws that say, dude, people must say something about something. Right. And I've got a whole nother avenue called a radio show to discuss this. And I sometimes won't talk about some of the biggest things going on in the world via Twitter because I want you listening to the radio. <laughs> if I give you my opinion last night, what do you care about turning on the show today for? I also think there's a point to be made, and obviously I'm not trying to negate the tragedy of this situation or anything like it, but dude, dude gets shot in East Cleveland every single day. Every single day, this happens. This is not like a, hey, it's fair boy, it's, it's a once-in-a-lifetime experience here. Right. I mean, yes, it's a tragic situation. This guy got murdered in a, in a heinous way. You care way. because you saw it, though. Right. You That's ca- why you exactly, care. Exactly. You care because, because this was put in your face. It's because, not- it, because it became part of your day, not just the victim's family's day. It, be, it became part of your day. And look, I, I'm not knocking you. If you if you want to express your concern or you know your 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 you know respect for the victims' families, sure. I get that. Share the post. We, we need this information out here. We need that description of that car out there. We need the license plate out there. We need the information that 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 is going to help the police to pull this guy in. But it's not about you, and it's not about how bad you feel, and it's not about how how oh well prayers and thoughts and blah blah blah, dude. I mean, it's not. That's not what this is right now. Not at all. And like I said, people were attacking me last night. How dare you? There's a guy on the loose. And you're selfishly talking about you and what good, what good fortune you have. And I just couldn't believe it now. Like, we just cannot wait to, to just, like, look and, like, fine-tooth comb everything everybody says and look for what's wrong in it. You need to dial it down. And, again, those victims GoFundMe uh, accounts that we've seen thus far, the police are now saying are fake. I would wait until they issue out a statement uh, with it was, and then, ma- then make your donation after that. That's what I plan to do, and I-, I think it's probably best suited for everybody to do that. If you're looking for a job, I'm going to tell you how to land one and what not to do next on The Sandsbury. Rock 106.9. 
Stansbury Show, Rock 106.9. Online for you, WRQK.com. Again, tomorrow, 820, join us as Ricky Smith from uh, the organization Rake, Random Acts of Kindness Everywhere, will be on the program. He also has his new TV show, premieres tomorrow night on the Travel Channel, called Yes Man. I believe he's got another show in development already at another network, so we'll talk to him about that, see if I can get him to spill the beans on that. And then 9 o'clock tomorrow is New Tour Tuesday. And if I have my facts straight here, we're getting new Lady Gaga. Sure. New Blake Shelton. Okay. And the Mighty Met, the Four Horsemen, Metallica. There it is. On New Tour Tuesday. It's our sudden lineup right there. Pretty good one there. Yeah, it's a who's who of music. So we'll do that tomorrow, 9 a.m. on the Stansbury Show. I like it. I like it. I was at the Cavs game this weekend, and one of the things I noticed, and it really made me think of New Tour Tuesday, is like when you have a a product that is wide variety of things to a lot of people, mm-hmm. you got to play some different songs. Sometimes you got to play a little Metallica. Sometimes you got to play a little Gaga. Sometimes you got to play a little Big Show in there. That's what you I'm know? always saying. Shows mass appeal. Yeah. Dude, they, uh, they don't just play rock music at the uh, at the Indians games. They play it all there. So you know They you play gotta, it all. You got to... You gotta play it all on New Turd Tuesday. They do indeed. So I was all set to talk about the social media mistakes people make while looking for a job. Okay. But we're going to have to put a pin in that, maybe discuss that tomorrow. Okay. As, again, Steve Stevens, this is the story of the day, and uh, there's still the manhunt underway. And I had uh, I had a listener reach out uh, via social media and ask me to ask you a question about this. Okay. 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 Um, as he listens to the show every day and he knows where your views lie on things. And he says, I know Fantone is staunchly anti-death penalty. When he sees things like this happen, does his judgment change on that at all? And I know what your answer is. At least I thought I knew what your answer was, so I had forgotten to ask ask you. But the listener is very curious, and I'm sure a lot of them are, as as you have been on record many, many times. Uh, saying that you're anti-death penalty, and they just want to know if do, do situations like this change your mind at all? Um, well, the what I want to say here: the circumstances of any one individual case probably is not going to be enough to change where I stand on the death penalty. And I don't want to make it sound like I'm anti-death penalty because I don't think people deserve to die or like, oh, we have to keep them alive. It's the humane thing to do. People deserve to die. People deserve to be killed. But I have, I, I do not have enough faith in the American ju- judicial system to allow the government to start killing American citizens. I do not have enough faith in that. I, 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 there are guilty people that are currently in jail and there are innocent people that are currently on the streets. And until you can show me a 100% success rate when it comes to just, just verdicts, I can't sign off on the death penalty. I know this was live. I know this was on video. I know they have irrefutable proof in this one. But this one individual case yeah, but is, if you is change, not enough. If you change laws, it doesn't only apply to one you know, right. specific case. It's right. going to be a case in three months from now we won't have a video of it and yeah you're right that we we know that in this country we have executed people who were probably innocent right we know that right okay now where i you know i've always been i I don't like calling it pro death penalty because i'm not out here going yeah we gotta do it but like i've always been indifferent to it um which i know seems like crazy for how serious it is but i've just never really I always say that there's only so many hours in the day. I can only care about so much. And that's one of those things that I can't, I just can't get caught up on. I would never argue that we have to do it, but it, but if the state does it, I'm not, 
I, I don't get in an uproar over it. As somebody, you know, at the end of the day, I, I genuinely respect the government. I respect the process. I respect, like, the, the, the overall, like, I'm not one of those people who thinks all government is evil or it's this bad thing in our lives, but I don't have enough faith in it to start killing people. I don't. They're not good enough yet. They haven't, they, 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 they haven't shown that perfection yet. And until you can, I, I, you're killing people. You it's, can't do it. It's hard to argue that. You, you, you raise great point. And like I said, I, I won't argue argue with it just because I don't care enough to be like, no, this has to be our system. Um, but, you know, ultimately, like I said, I'm not sure I care enough to, you know, to, to fight against it either. But I know the audience did want to know where you were on that. Sorry, still anti-death penalty, guys. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, it, well, if you hold an ideal, it can be changed. But I would like to think that one situation wouldn't change an ideal, that it would have to be you know, when you start to see the standard change, then you could be like, okay, well, maybe it's this. But like, if it's your personally held ideal, it shouldn't be rocked over one particular incident. That it should take more than that. A a you know a, a, an oncurring event. Right, right. Like I said, no one individual circumstance is right. going to be enough for me to be like, all right, well, the government's got it right because they don't. They get stuff wrong all the time. They get it wrong uh, a lot. All the time. That's all people ever say. Oh, government's so effed up, can't do anything right except for kill citizens. Yeah, yeah we might not be the best at that. We might not be the best at that. Tomorrow, 9 o'clock, is New Tour Tuesday. You get new Lady Gaga, new Blake Shelton, new Metallica. Also, 820, we'll talk to Ricky Smith from uh, Hashtag Rake. Uh, random acts of kindness everywhere. Fishhead gets you hooked up with $1,000. That happens at 1010 on Rock 106.9. Aside from that, we're done for the day. Be back at it live tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. on Rock 106.9. Have a great day. Stay safe. See ya.